Good evening, everybody. Welcome into the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live. Yeah, I got no voice. We're going to see how long this actually lasts. It's going to be it's going to be a short one today, I think, Trader. Or or you can host. Do you want to just take over? I can just sit back and sip on tea with honey. Oh, poor DJ. Yeah. I don't have a voice. Good evening, everybody. Welcome into the show. Uh, let's kick it off. Hey, uh, let's kick us off here tonight with the Talking Trek server sound off. You guys go ahead and hit it. Yo, yo, yo. Captain Q on uh, server 57. Says, can't wait for G6. Oh, Trader 2. Very excited. Noon Whistle on 29. Thank you. It's Hunter. On 28, Aquila Hawk on 21. Tagora on server 40. Dabrick on 21. Smashington on server 49. I want the ship to go fast. Now. <laughs> I like it. Uh, Don Zeno on 136. Welcome in. Tabby Mose on 20. Marias on 195. Captain Yam on... Uh, I don't know. What's, what server you on? Not 58. Somewhere. Hot now. Uh, Wolflood on 49. What's up? Joker still awake on server 16. Devil in the Belfry on 14. Jace on 44. Spectre on 11. Doug on 38. Stony Dude on 10. Crazy on server 24. Clavin Kirk on 9. Indominus Prime on 53. Louis P on 20. Boaz says server 14 wants tacos. I could go for tacos. That'd be delicious. 4752 is on server 27. Wham on 15 here tonight. What's up? Benny Hills Ghost on 42. Vic on 40. Housekeeping on server 16. Iron Man on 34. Scaly back from the Outback on 193. Shorts on server 29. What's up? Iron Chef on server 14. Hashtag Maui Strong. What's up, buddy? Chala on server 15. Truck and Chick is here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Potty time. On server 26. How you doing, Frank Chick? Good evening to you. Welcome in. Hey, thanks. Good to be here. How you doing? How you doing? I'm good. You good? You sound tired. I'm good. No, I'm not yeah. tired. I, I mean, maybe a little. I'm not really tired. <laughs> I just have no voice. Um, it, it's. I, I I guess I feel fine. I my throat hurts. It I, like I I think it's allergies. I think it's allergies mm. is going on. I mean, I don't know. Or I've got COVID. That's one or the other. Cute. I mean, what? you should stick a cotton swab up your nose and see, you know, a cot- it's probably just it's an COVID test, honey. Oh, COVID test. Yeah. Well, those are <laughs> terrible, too. Um, yes. Yeah. So, no, I um, I I don't have much uh, left in the uh, in the reserves tonight. It didn't help trader too. we. So I went to baseball practice earlier. So, uh, you know, I'm yelling at a bunch of kids and and then it starts to rain, pouring the rain. Oh, all right, oh. so so on top of all this I got going on, uh, then it starts to rain, and I'm out in the rain, coaching baseball out in the rain, and then, you know, get home, try to drink a little bit of tea. Oliver wants to take a nap, or not take, uh, not take a nap. I wanted to take a nap. He wanted to, to play, you know, stumble guys or something like that, so we did that for a little bit. I fell asleep <laughs> for like 30 minutes. I, I know. I made a cup of tea, Shorts. I, I did the tea with honey thing, which is the only reason I have any substance to my voice right now. No, Kirk. It wasn't pouring rain. It was pouring the rain. 
All right, that's that's how it works. Uh, good evening, everybody. Appreciate pouring you guys pouring the rain. All right, uh, welcome in. Appreciate you guys all being here. 89 additional messages in the Talking Trek server sound off. 218 people in the live studio audience. Appreciate you guys uh, very much for being here late on a Sunday evening, Trader. Um, it is later than normal this coming two weeks after I said, oh, yeah, we're going to start doing earlier shows. Um, <clears throat> but today couldn't really be avoided because there was – you know, baseball practice right in the middle of the day. Now, you know, here's the thing. As a coach, I should have complete and total control over practice time. But that's not how it worked today because, like, some of the kids are in football. So they had, uh, like, football team pictures tonight. So, like, if I had had my practice at normal time, then I wouldn't have had most of the team there. They were like, oh, yeah, we got football practice tonight or football pictures tonight. So I had to practice them earlier if I wanted to get practice in today which as it turns out it was probably good because then it's just been pouring the rain all night i mean just absolutely pouring the rain the the rain yeah so it's been uh it's been a wild and crazy day over here in the dj's household uh trader how are uh, how are things over on your side of the country over there you doing good welcome fantastic fantastic beautiful day i spent the whole day outside it was just amazing. You it was do? a perfect day here. What'd you do outside? Uh, Garden. I yes, yes. I was playing in the dirt. Good. So well, that's fun. Truck and Chick is hanging out with us tonight because she's hosting a new feature tonight. Because I can't talk. Uh, Truck and Chick. <laughs> Truck and Chick has uh, has prizes to give away a little bit later this evening. <sighs> Yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you a little bit about it uh, as we get ready to start. Truck and Chick uh, Trader. You know. There's been a big focus on music on the show here over the last couple of weeks. Like we've been talking about music, and we've been talking about songs and concerts and stuff. And and I kind of got it's to, been awesome. It's been a lot of fun. And I kind of got to thinking. I was like, you know, we do the same stuff here all the time. You know, as far as giveaways, we just draw names or we go down to the spam at room. And I thought, you know, maybe it'd be cool to give something away a little bit differently tonight. So tonight we're gonna we're gonna do an experiment. All right, we're gonna talk. We're gonna try this game for the very first time. It's called Trader and Truck and Chicks Top Tunes. All right, and um, and what it is, what, what's going to happen is I've taken a song that they love, and I have absolutely decimated it. I have abused it. All right. Oh I, no! I took the CD. All right. I put it in the microwave. I scratched it up in the dirt. All right. I took I took gravel to it. I scraped it all up on the back. When I uh, when I used to do my radio show trader, I would call this uh, the crazy messed up CD game. All right, because oh. it skips and it sounds terrible. Yeah, it's awful. Yep. So uh, what we're going to do is I'm going to play it for you guys here in a little while, and uh, and you guys will have 72 hours. Uh, that way people even off air can listen and play, Trader. Uh, you'll have 72 hours or what, what is today? Today's Sunday, right? So to our next show. Yeah, 72 hours, I guess. Uh, to our next show on Wednesday to email your submissions to uh, TalkingTrekSTFC at gmail.com. Talking Trek, STFC at gmail.com. The address is on our website as well. If you email in with the correct artist and title, then uh, we'll enter you into a drawing and then we'll draw battle passes from that trader. And I figured that that could be actually something kind of fun that we play, um, you know, uh, throughout this break in between the arcs uh, to give away our battle yeah. passes. Just do something a little bit different. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Sounds and like and uh, that way everybody has a chance to play off air. They've got to submit in their answers via email. Lord Iskarin, uh is giving me side-eyed look there. Listen, you, yeah, it's got, you're going to have to be able to identify it. Yeah, you're going to have to be able to identify the track. 
Okay, and uh, and it's and it's a doozy. Um, so I am looking forward to it, and then and then of course what will happen is uh, as we get ready to play the track, then either Truck and Chick or Trader will get to tell you a little bit of fun story, a little factoid about the track that we've chosen. Uh, although they probably wouldn't even be able to recognize it either. So uh, we're <laughs> yeah, she's not gonna be able to hear it. So that's gonna be coming up uh, here in just a little while, probably in less than an hour. Or so we'll play that track and give you guys your first crack at uh, trying to figure that thing out. Oh no, Shazam ain't gonna work, Grand Gate. Trust you me. I know how to beat Shazam. Okay. I know. <laughs> I know how to beat Shazam. Listen, like I said, I put this I put this in the microwave before I tried to, to take a clip off of it. So it'll be uh, it'll be just fine. Don't you worry about it. Shazam ain't got nothing on me. All right. Uh, that's gonna happen. So uh, Trader, with uh, without further ado, can I send you over the news so you can read it tonight instead of me? You guys want Trader to read the Absolutely. news? Absolutely. Will you guys let Trader read the news? Because I um I'm afraid I don't have much left in the gas can tonight. Um do you want her just to have the sports, or do you want all of it? All of it. All of it. <laughs> hey, hey, Trader, how about I send you yeah. all of the news, and then we'll go to Truck and Chick for sports. You want to do that? Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. That'd, be, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sending the news over very quickly. Sending the news. And, uh, yeah, this this is going to be fantastic. I can't wait. <sighs> all right. Um <laughs> This, this is so good. Trader's first news story is a story oh, about Lord. a large piece of meat. All right, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> live from all across the world, it's time for your Talking Trek Stupid News. Stupid <laughs> News! Oh, I'm so excited for this. This is great. Yes. <laughs> These are, I'm pretty sure DJ sent me to these because they're so bad. They're, they're always bad, Trader. Oh, my God. They're always bad. No, I'm not, Dr. Juby. I just don't have much of a voice. I am on cold medicine. All right. I, I've taken a great deal of cold medicine today, but, I mean, I'm I'm very, very with it. All right. All right. Uh, because In an effort to save my voice, uh, I am passing off all the responsibilities on the show here today. Uh, so with that, we will head over for the uh, stupid news headlines from all across the world. Here is your primetime news anchor, Server 20, she Whale Trader. Good evening to you, Trader. What do you got for us in the news? Well, first up, a Wisconsin meat company has celebrated its 75th anniversary by making the world's longest meat stick. Uh, <laughs> measures 314 feet long. Uh, people haven't seen a meat stick this big since the last time Motley Crue's Tommy Lee posted a picture on social media. <laughs> oh, that was good. Come on. Oh, that is kind of funny. That is a good one. That's a good one. All right. Uh, <laughs> the, the new race movie, Gran Turismo, hit its theaters today, Friday. What? It, it, theaters it, it, on Friday. Yeah, it hit Friday. Sorry. I wrote it I wrote it the other day. Yeah. Fans of the genre are very happy, mainly because a racing movie not named Fast and Furious has finally been released. Yeah, it's not Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Uh, that's good. Does it have Vin Diesel in it? Tell me it doesn't have Vin Diesel. It does in not it. have Vin Diesel in it. Uh, oh, it, it does. It does have uh, a decent little cast. I'm I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm kind of excited to see it. To be honest with you, it looked it looked good. The advertisements looked really good. So I, I'm gonna go see it. I'm gonna support it. I'm gonna support it. I want to check it out. Uh huh. Uh huh. Well, right. What else you got? Kevin Hart has called himself the dumbest man alive after he tore his muscles and landed in a wheelchair 
following a race with a former NFL star. Wow. Taking to social media this week, uh, Hart explained how a 40-foot dash against former Patriots running back Stevon Ridley left him badly injured. He got so banged up trying to keep up with the Patriots that the New York Jets are now offering him a three-year deal. <laughs> yes, that's good. <laughs> that's and cool. finally, <laughs> Britney Spears and her estranged husband, Sam Ashgari, have come to an agreement about how to split their five dogs amid their contentious divorce. Uh, Sam is now the sole owner of a Doberman he bought in 2021, and Spears gets uh, full-time custody of the other four dogs. Brittany does, Brittany does well with dogs because they have a lot in common. They're fun, they love to play, and they never wear clothes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not laughing this. <laughs> no, that's good. That was bad, that's DJ. Great. Bad, she bad doesn't went, She doesn't wear clothes. Come on, it's hilarious. All right. Yeah, look, Louis P. gave that a 10 out of 10. Perfect score, Trader. All right. More than Miley because Cyrus. Because it was me reading it. Do what? <laughs> said it was because it was me reading it. Oh, it was fantastic, Ooh. nonetheless. I, uh, I thought it was. I thought you did a great job. Thank you, Trader. Uh, now, you. over to Truck and Chick with sports. Hey. Hey, what's going on, Chick? Not much. Got some good and exciting news coming out of the state of New York. New yeah. York Yankees. New York Yankees general manager Brian Cashman called the season a disaster amid the team's longest losing streak since 1982. Things have gotten so bad for the Yankees in the Bronx that they've considered playing over in the Queens with the Mets. Ladies and gentlemen, that's your stupid news. All right, there you go. Yes, thank you, everybody. Uh, thank you for my guest uh, news anchors tonight, Trader and Truck and Chick. Good job. Can I do weather? <laughs> Wait, you want to do yes. weather? It's cold. Uh, hold on. Carcon it was wants- hot. Yeah, dude, I'm still, like, it's, it's, it's 9 o'clock at night. I'm still burning up over here. Like, I'm still sweating in the outside. studio. Ugh. Yeah, it's hot. Gross. Okay, fine, fine, fine. All right, ladies and gentlemen, over to Carkin with weather. It's cold and smoky up here. Smoky. (laughs) (laughs) It's smoky, everybody. (laughs) Oh, that's always smoky. Yeah, it's always smoky. A little hazy over there. All right. Good evening, everybody. Appreciate you guys being here. That's hilarious. It's cold and smoky over where Karkin is. Uh, Good evening, everybody. Appreciate you guys being here. Um, Trader, we have a very special treat uh, here for you guys tonight. And uh, and it does involve me not talking very much. Uh, This, you know, if this is a radio host, worst nightmare, you know, to wake up and like not be able to talk. It's uh, it's a terrible thing. And and if I was doing a Monday through Friday show, Trader, you know, I could still call off a day or two if I needed to rest or whatever. But we only do a show here for you guys once or, well, twice a week. And to cancel one of them, you know, which we've done. <laughs> Let's not pretend that I'm not good at canceling shows. But if, if you know, when I'm wanting to do one, I want to come out and do one. Plus, I had a guest today. All right? I had a guest today. So uh, with that, I would like to to go ahead and introduce our guest for tonight you guys can see it in the show title uh this past week trader this this is just absolutely i mean it's mind-blowing what this tool does i mean players for years 
I mean, really, Trader, multiple years, players have been trying to figure out a way to do something like this, begging Scopely for the mm-hmm. tools to do something like this. Um, and, and let me just say, first of all, the invention of Spox.club from the beginning was amazing and revolutionary because it allowed you to customize that towards your own player profile. It allowed you to go in and, and see your efficiencies, your reductions in cost, and, and what your cost would be if you had to do X, Y, and Z. That was great. And up until that point, we were still, or up and up until this point, we had to go in. We had to to make sure that our research was updated, make sure that everything was was updated in there and posted and and all up to date. And depending on what it was that you were looking to try to do, that could actually be a little bit of a task because Spox.club was such a vast website. You could do so much stuff with it. There was so much information stored in there that that it could take you a little while to go through and update your account and make sure everything's right before you started planning your spend. Um, this past week, I had an opportunity to, to test out a, a new feature that June has launched over there. As a matter of fact, I do remember that. Uh, I remember that, Dr. Juby. Trader, do you remember when, when June got busy with life a little bit? He kind of he stepped back a little bit. Spox Club, Spox Club went down. People were freaking out. They were like, oh, my God, that's the tool. That's the one we use. And everybody was freaking out. And, and June was like, yo, y'all, y'all panic. Y'all quit panicking. I, I, I just I had to take a little bit of a, you know, I had to do real life for a minute. Uh, he's like, I had to go, I had to go do no, real life for a minute. It is what it is. Uh, I mean, got a real life. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. Okay. Now, Tycon says, if we can only figure out a way, huh, you know what? I'm going to let June talk about that tonight, Tycon. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, the brain behind the beauty that is Spox.club. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and introduce to you guys our special guest tonight. And, and honestly, I had planned on kind of, you know, maybe June doing a little bit of an interview segment and talking to you a little bit about what it is that you built and, and how to navigate it. But you know what? At the very least, let me just kind of pause myself for a couple of minutes, and we'll just bring June up to the stage and allow him to talk to you guys about what it is that he has built and the new feature updates that are available on Spox.club and why you guys need to waste no more time and go over to Spox.club and download his latest app client because, June, look in the chat right now, man. Look in the chat. I see somebody saying, man, if only we could get that thing to work on iOS. <laughs> Snicker, snicker, giggle, giggle, grin, grin. Ladies and gentlemen, I give to you the evil mad scientist, June Bree. Hey, everyone. Hi, June. Hi. June, what's so, going on, buddy? Yeah. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm, I'm, this is late for me, but um, we, we'll get through it as, together, okay? I appreciate it. And, and when I talked to June about the time that we could come on, I was like, man, is, is 9 o'clock going to be too late? He was like, no, I'm East Coast. We could do that. It's not going to be that late. I'm like, you don't know me. It's going to be late. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, I do appreciate you being here. June, what have you been up to, man? Your site's gotten a major overhaul. Yeah, we, so here's the thing. Um, I was doing a contract. I was busy with some work, and, you know, the site ran out of disk space, and that's when it went down. Um, since then, since I've been back and more active again, I've kind of built a – team i've got a bunch of people working with me i have a group to get that that have worked with me on all these new features and so i'm not the only person behind the curtain anymore and i'm hoping that i'll add some stability so if i do have to 
get life in the way some other people can help out and do some things to keep things chugging along. It's like it, it might even be what are you guys calling yourselves? Would it would it be Spock's Club? <laughs> Yeah, Spock's Club. The <laughs> it's Club of Spock. The Club of Spock's. There you go. Uh, if you're looking for this website, let me just start uh, you guys right there. Some people are going to be like, where do I find this thing? Well, it's real easy. Just go up to your browser window, uh, whether it's on mobile or on PC, and uh, just type spocks.club. It's not a normal domain, is it, Junebury? Like, it's not like a .com or something like that. No. Spocks.club. No. Yeah, I wanted it to be Spock. And it's centric because of its, you know, the calculations and all the fun stuff there. But it, it, you know, to get that domain, I had to use something different. And club was there, so I was like, that that works. Fascinating. But yeah. <laughs> See what I did there? It was good. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Fascinating. Fascinating. Uh, June. So start at the beginning. You built this thing. Uh, to, if if somebody's never been to your site, what does it do? So. When, when I first built it, the thing I wanted to do was figure out how, basically it was for ships only. And I wanted to figure out how much was it going to cost me to get my ship from tier, you know, four to tier seven. And, you know, what are the costs that, that are associated with that? And I realized I had to bring research in and things like that. And I, so I started by building a mapping system for research and then having the site do the calculations for you. So that kind of translated into lots of other things and people started using it outside of my alliance because first it was just for my alliance and just the requests that people gave is what the site became. It's very much community driven. Everything that is built in the site is something that someone's requested or asked for. And um, so, so there's nothing, I can't take credit for all the ideas, but yeah, that's, that's the, that's how it started, but then it went into like the requirement calculator, the resource allocations, the battle logs were, were huge. We have millions and millions of battle logs that are in the system today. Um, it's it's become quite massive. Well, a lot of people use it. I mean, it, it's uh, it's an amazing interactive tool. You had mentioned uh, just a second ago, you had mentioned a couple of the features that you were using. Uh, let's just talk about some of the features that you've got on your website. Again, for people who may not be super familiar with what you've got, I mean, you had mentioned battle logs. So you've got a battle log parser, uh, which we've used on stream before to, to show off and, and comparisons and things like that. But more than just battle logs, you've got a number of other actual tools built in here. Tell me about a couple of them. Yeah, so, I mean, the battle logs have a bunch of features in and of itself. Like, there's um, crew testing where you can upload, like, multiple battle logs, and they kind of put them into a crew testing environment so you can see the different, you know, the different things that, that those crews did better than the other crews. It even will do rep calculations for you and tell you how much trite it's going to cost if you use this crew to get the amount of rep you want. Um, but then there's the the cost calculator, which is the thing that, started everything and that that'll let you put in like a building or research and say i want to take it from level one to level six it'll tell you how much that's going to cost but before you had to map all your research manually and then there's officers all your officers are there there's all kinds of filters that there for your officers um you can import and export your officers in the tool from spox club into the officer tool that stewie creates and um, you can export from Stewie's tool into Spox Club, um, but then now the officers can come over automatically too. We'll get to that in a second. And then the um, 
the the resource allocation tool basically lets you put in any resource you want. So let's say you want to know how many more Surax particles you need to collect. You can put Surax in and it will show you everything you need Surax for and it'll show you how many you have on hand and how many how many are, are required to max all of it out and you just know when to stop collecting so you have one less bu button to push every day. And then there's the, um, the, the requirement calculator which basically is, it's my favorite tool. Um, it, it lets you put in, like, I want to see how much it's going to take to get from ops 55 to ops 60. And then it will go through and it will calculate all the requirements from beginning to end to, to like, if there's a research, that's a requirement. If there's an armada um, center requirement, if there's any, any, anything that re is required for you to get to ops 60, It'll put all those things into a tree that you can expand and you can check them off, but it'll show you how much cost in material and mats it's going to cost you. But then the big thing that we just released, and I think is what, what um, everyone is going to be really excited about, is that, that we have a sync tool now. So um, there's a Windows client, a Mac client, an iOS client, and an Android client. And you download the, this, this tool and... You put in you, you, your you link it to your Spox Club account. You have to have a Spox Club account, and then after you do that, it gives you an opportunity to link Spox Club to your Scopely ID. And when you do that, it pulls in all of your data from your game and puts it right in the Spox Club. So all that manual entry to figure out your efficiencies, to figure out how many resources you have, to figure out any of your officers, it all gets updated each time you do that, and all those calculations can just, you know, happen and, and it's, it, it lets you really, it, it makes it so much more powerful. You know, I, I need to step back and focus because I feel like, Trader, there wasn't enough fanfare on something that June just talked about uh, before. And a lot of people have used it, right? A lot of people have used this thing. You said you've got millions of battle logs in here. Uh, I couldn't even begin to, to guess the tens of thousands of, of logins that you guys have for Spox Club. But, but this now, if I heard you right, you guys created a login to the game that pulls the data, your research levels, your officer levels, uh, your building levels, and, and parses it into this visibly useful format on Spox.club website. Is that right? That is correct, yes. And to be clear about it, so we understand what's actually happening, is when you download the client, you're, you're putting your Scopely ID in Scopely's interface. And then you, you, that, that interface then gets your user data, and that, that user data gets sent over to the Spox Club. So it's so there's two separate logins. It happens. It's just a syncing process, and we just marry the two. But yes, you get all your data from the game. So if you're trying to do an auction calculation, figure out how many mats or where can I spend mats. I mean, these these auctions this month are, you know, those SMSs are hard. I'm trying to figure out how, how to get all get something that you can actually build because if you decide to build a battleship up too high, you're not going to have enough mats to do something else. And this helps you do that. I mean, my mind is kind of blown at the moment, truck and chick. We're talking about. We're talking about using this. And, and so I, I've played with this over the last couple of days. June, you came to me a couple of days ago and said, hey, I want you to take a look at this, see what you think. All right. 
uh, and, and I started tinkering with it. Then I used it on stream the other day when I was trying to figure out exactly what you just said, trying to figure out what do I have? Do I even own 45 million points worth of stuff, right? Like, can I score 45 million points for seven of nine? I start looking, okay, what can I do? Can I do Shipyard 56? Can I build this? Can I do that? And, and you've even added extra features that will even pull – the inventory that I'm currently holding, right? So if it tells me, you know, uh, how much I've got on hand and how much in excess that I need, it will actually tell me the items that I'm short on. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. It's I added that um, just a couple of days ago um, where you can actually see your inventory in relation to the resources that you're trying to get. So, it, you know, it, it's smart about it. It tries to figure out, like, oh, the, this is how much ore he needs for whatever he's trying to do. Well, he doesn't have enough. So it tells you how much you actually need. It does the, the math for you. That's incredible. Now, obviously, the chat is is talking a lot. There's, you know, and the same thing that you and I talked about a couple of days ago. Let's talk about the security, right? Because, I mean, players are putting their Scopely ID in here. But as you mentioned, and what you will see as, as I saw when I did this, I was actually not logging in. I mean, I did log into Spox Club, right? I've got the client that I downloaded, this, this Windows client that I downloaded. But when I start the sync, I was actually logging into Scopely's website, right? So are you guys storing? Is there anything that is being stored? Are players, should they be concerned about keying in their Scopely ID? Is this secure? So you're logging in the Scopely. We don't see your login. We, we have that completely separate. When, when that window comes up, that's Scopely's window. And so we're not, we're not involved with that. Um, even, even your Spox Club login, like I'm pretty sensitive about privacy. So um, like your email address, I don't have anyone's email address. Um, the way Spox Club works is we store, a, we store a hash that you have to reproduce. And what that means is, I don't know, I don't want to get too technical, but what that means is like, pretend like you're making a recipe, right? And you're throwing a bunch of ingredients in and it produces your cake. And so we store the cake at the end. We don't know what the ingredients were that went in to make that cake. So every time you come back to Spox Club, you have to present those recipes that were unique to you and and produce that cake. And we compare it to the cake we have on hand. And if they're the same, then we say, oh, yeah, th this is your account. But we don't know anything about your account. We don't know anything about you. We just know that y this is the data that we're maintaining for you. And the same thing goes for the scope of the ID. When, when that... When that Scopely ID interaction happens, that login happens on Scopely's servers and Scopely's stuff. And then what you send to us is the sync data that came from your account, and we just take it and stuff it in to your account on Spox Club. So let me ask a, a, an obvious question, because uh, for those of you who, who might be curious about June and, and his team, first of all, I can tell you, June is is in our content creator discord all right june has direct communication with our community managers june i know that you've been working on this project for a while um the way that the data is coming out like the way that you're getting this token data is that up and up <laughs> i hate to kind of ask that question but like like how if, if somebody was concerned like is scopely going to come and and ban an account or doing anything crazy or 
it's just a simple login. Everything that would be coming in your client is actually the information that comes into Spox Club, right? Right. Yeah. So it's <clears throat> so the the login happens and it, it it happens in Scopely's interface, and you grab a file from that and send it to us. So I, I don't know if that's up and up. I I would assume it is because there's there's nothing we're doing that is nefarious, for, if if that makes any sense. Like it's for sure. it's very like. Yeah, it's it's a standard OAuth, you know, authentication. Scopely's enabled this the way they're they've architected their their infrastructure, and we're just creating the login. You do the login, and then send us what you um, send us what your system has or your account has, and we take it and um, we just import it. So this is when when they log in and they do that sync with the with the app client. All you're doing is taking. Mm -hmm. That data file that would be called from the server, it is syncing, and, and it must be some type of, and this is where I'm, I'm a dork trader, this must be some type of like CSV or JSON file, right? Like it, it's some kind of jumbled yeah. stuff. And then you guys have just in, decoded that, right? And, and you've done the comma delimited stuff so that it fits into the, the spreadsheet. You're parsing that data into your... Uh, database for that player account, right? Exactly. Yeah. So this is just a, it's a text file that happens and, and it floats back and forth between. So no matter what game client you play on, if you play on a Mac or a PC or, or a, a mobile platform, it's like the game communicates the same way. And it just like gets, when you first log in, you download all your information. So it's like, okay, this is, this is where DJ is right now in the game. He is, got I, I don't know what ops level you are um i'm 54 15, right now yeah as a matter 50, of fact yeah, so I, I used it earlier today i used box club earlier today because i uh we made a we made a challenge we made kind of a play on the stream last night june how many researches was i going to try to do today now i mean that's a silly question right like who would ever stop and count the number of researches that they did that they did in a day except this is even more mind-blowing like this is this is eye-opening to me because when you do the sync then spox club will actually tell you the changes that it recognized in your account right it gives you a summary of everything that changed since your last sync so today for example i did one on camera earlier today june and it said i had done 83 researches i was like holy smokes like i didn't ever i would uh, not have yeah. ever dreamed of that you got to remember though, you're, you're, um, any, anytime you do like some, it counts so many things as a research, right? So, um, you, you do a ship skin, that's a research you do, uh, um, you, you know, the artifacts, those are researches, like all that stuff is, is really research in Scopely's eyes. Mm -hmm. And, and, um, so, so it, that number adds up fast. I mean, there's like 900 and some researches in the game and, um, but yeah, it's, it, it, it's it is kind of neat to see like because every time i do it too i i forget that there's I, oh yeah i forgot i upgraded that officer i i, I did do that and I, I remember now but it's, it kind of shows how much you actually do in the game every day yeah there is a lot to it uh one of the tools that i've actually really really enjoyed uh prior to now and it's going to be so much easier now 
is actually, since we're talking about officers, right? Guys, we have daily mini events for officer XP, all right? Now, I know some people will go in when they get an opportunity to max an officer. They might just go ahead and, and straight up do that. I tend to be a little bit more conservative with that, June. Like, I might, you know, if we've got a daily mini event to spend 1 million officer XP, I'm going to try to do that, and I'm going to hang out. Right? I'm not going to go. But then I would forget to come back into the client. I would forget to go back to Spox Club and update it. Now, tell us a little bit about the officer feature of this. Because when we're sinking, we're not just bringing over research right? or, or buildings. Oh, what, no. all, what all's yeah. coming in? So right now, what we pull is all your resources. So like this would be your syndicate XP. Your faction rep; those are all considered resources. Your so anything that's a mat or or your parsteel and your tokens, all that stuff comes over. But then, in addition to that, your your research and the levels, your buildings, your ships, and your um, I'm trying to think. I'm, I feel like I'm forgetting one. Ships, buildings, research, officers, officer traits, and resources. So it's it's a lot that comes over. Um, and it's just, you know, we're doing it as the features are requested. So someone says, Hey, I'd like to see this now. And, and, you know, we're like, Oh yeah, we can, we can do that too. Sometimes we have to add, um, you know, something to the sync. Sometimes it's already there and we just modify the, the interface to kind of create it for them so they can do this. If you look at our discord, um, so many feature requests have come in since the sync has started because of because of all the new possibility now and um it's it's changing a mile a minute at this time and it's it's just neat to see how much the community's like supported it i mean right at this point i checked um last night and we've had almost um 11,000 people sync now so it's 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 insane how quickly it's taken off it's only been out for about two weeks now so that's that's a pretty big number we didn't expect that that high of a adoption rate Oh, well, I mean, it's this is a tool that a lot of people have talked about trying to do. Even Ripper had talked about trying to put something together that could, you know, sync up, that could, that could pull your data over, and it's just never really manifested. Uh, really, truthfully, the fact that you guys have been able to coordinate uh, with the, the Scopely security team and, and do what you've done here is actually remarkable in and of itself. One of the features that I was talking about a second ago, Truck and Chick, that I love to use, uh, especially now that officer levels and everything come in, there's a feature in the officer section. And if you go down to filter and look at uh, the subcategory for leveling, there's a button there that says not fully leveled for tier. I love this, June. You were thinking of me when whoever suggested this feature, <laughs> they are me. Because I, I can't keep up. I can't remember. This will filter out officers whose level doesn't match their tier. So these are officers that you can actually sink XP into. Yeah, another thing I like about the officer section is on the right side, you can type this. You start searching. And it searches against not just the officer names, but all their abilities. So if you start, if you type in like burning over there, it'll bring up anything that says burning. And, and so if it's in their short description, their long description, it'll come up. It's just, it's just a, I, I really like the officer interface. Yeah, I didn't even know about that. That's crazy. And then on top of that, uh, you are bringing in 
trait data, right? You said you were bringing in trait XP uh, yep. with traits and all that stuff. And if you guys take a look on the officer section, uh, you, given your relationship that you do have with the content creator program here at STFC, you've been working with Stewie Doo. Right, because now you guys have an import-export capability that you're working with another content creator. So all of the data that has now been synced into Spox Club, you have now made it possible. You and Stewie have worked together on a format where you can export this just as seamlessly into Stewie's officer tool so that you can use the away team's assignments tool over there. And again, everything is completely updated with the sync, right? Exactly. And and so um, it's really easy. You just click a button to bring the the um, interface up, and then you click another button, and it puts it on your clipboard, and you go into his spreadsheet, click another button to paste it, and you're done. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's an, it, it's nice because then all the work that he does can t- benefit from this sync as well. And they, I think they've already created a video kind of showing how that works, and it's it's better than I could have done to explain it all. But his his tool is amazing. Yeah, I mean, it, well, you both have developed really amazing things here. Uh, the fact that you guys are working together is brilliant uh, to make your tools compatible with one another. Because what you've been able to do here is something that that the community has been looking for for a really long time. So wh- how, do we, how do we factor in? Captain Yam has a great question. How do we factor in sometimes on stuff like uh, fleet commanders or, or XOs? Is there, is there a way to yeah. factor for that stuff? Yes. So there's a, there's a command center in Spox Club. If you go there, you can actually turn on whichever you have seated. Um, I, I was talking to some people today on the... Um, I, uh, another discord and trying to figure out, okay, can I, can I see who's actually on? And they, they suggested not doing that because when they're in Spock's club, they're always going to want to have Spock on, uh, you know, captain mm-hmm. Spock, because why would you not have him on when you're trying to do efficiency stuff? And so they wouldn't want me to sink over that. They've got the cutest up on, on stage right now, you know? Yeah. So I, I've, um, but you can go into the fleet commander section, or I think I think I call it command center, and um, change your officers and make them active. But one of the things that we were talking about doing is making it so that any time you have the efficiency sections up, you can actually switch it in case you've actually accidentally like forgotten to do that. And when you switch it, the fleet commander research that's that's specific to them being on duty or uh, selected. That that'll show up in your efficiencies, and it'll add to the calculation automatically. So yeah, I'm looking here at the command center. Uh, looks like for me, and I do actually have Spock slotted right now. Uh, it came over with Spock highlighted, or is that just kind of set as a default? Because that is what you would want, right? If I'm looking uh, you, at building this stuff out, is it set as a default? No, no, it's not. You had to have selected that right now. That's why we were trying to decide, do we want to have somebody selected as a default or do we want to pull in from what they have? I think the decision is to let the user still control that, but but add more places they can change it. So instead of having to go into the command center, anytime you're going into some place where you're changing, where you're looking at an efficiency, you can have a dropdown that says, oh, I need to change the, the commander to the, this one. So that that's that's kind of the plan i think but but yes your fleet commander stuff is there you can select it and it will show up and uh count towards your efficiencies 
That's uh, that's kind of crazy. Killer Angel writes in a chat from Server 130, uh, does it talk about the, or does it gather the data about the ships that you've already built, like the components that you've got yep. or not have? So like if you're working on a projection plan for upgrading ships, does it bring over ship components as well? Yes. So, so what happens is with the ships, um, so I have like, I have nine augers and um, what, I, what I've done is I've made it so that my biggest ship is the one that it brings over for the cost calculator and that's the one that it'll default to so if you go into the cost calculator and type in an auger it'll bring in your biggest ship and show you that um, but but it will show you which components you've already built and then you can go from there uh, okay so it won't bring in duplicates of ships no it does bring all the ships but uh, the cost calculator only lets you choose one type of ship at a time so it, it just it just selects the whichever one is your biggest one. Oh, I see. I see. So it brings them all in. But for example, if I had if I had a, a tier one, if I had just built it and wanted to max it for an auction just to see what I've got, I would just change the current tier down to tier one with no components, right? And then go all the way up to, to tier nine. And it's right. going to show yeah. me those costs. As a matter of fact, I can look mm -hmm. here. So I go in with an auger. Uh, it did set my current tier at tier 9 because I do have a tier 9 auger. All I've got to do is take the ship details, drop it down to 1, uncheck all of the components, and then right underneath there, I see build costs. So walk me through this. If I wanted to build an auger top to bottom or like, you know, from tier 1 all the way up to tier 9 for this auction, uh, I'm looking at the build cost section, and I'm going to actually put a screen grab of this inside the graphics room uh, for you guys to take a look at a little bit. Uh, the specific example that I'm talking about here, June, uh, just with looking at this for 10 seconds, do I have everything I need to max this ship? So, yeah, that's, that's the idea. So you take on the left side, it'll see a current tier. So you change that to tier one, uncheck all the components, and then on the right side, it says target tier. You drop that down to tier nine, and then it will automatically show you everything that it would cost for you and your research to build that. And it'll show you what mats you have on hand and show you how much you need. Or if you need anything, I'm guessing it'll all be zeros. Well, it's not actually in my case. I'm showing three-star battleship parts. I'm showing 37,000 short. Oh. Yeah, and that's okay because those can be lotted out, right? Ah, there you go. So at a very quick glance, I can look and say, okay, I've got what I need, or I might be missing this, but in this case, you're right, that can be converted with latinum. As a matter of fact, last night on stream, um, I, I was preparing for the auction, uh, so it wasn't last night, it was the night before June, and, and I, had, I had thought about not taking Bubba Joe's advice. I had thought about taking my Corvus up because I needed more points for this auction. I was trying to figure out my points. And somebody had suggested, well, DJ, why don't you just, why don't you go to 56 instead? Why don't you not take the Corvus up? Why don't you just check and see if you've got the, the you know, the, the stuff under cost calculator to go all the way to Shipyard 56? Well, we did it. So I decided to plug in. I did a sync. I plugged in Shipyard 56 and found out how poor I, I actually was. <laughs> even, <laughs> even with my research and everything, I was still short something like 
30 trillion steel and hundreds of thousands of of five star uncommon material it was it was ridiculous how how broke i actually was um but yeah this is so, actually really really cool for projections yeah so in this interface here like do you see how those under costs those those are clickable um so if you click on those it'll bring up um, a calculator to show you what ships that you can scrap and how many you have to scrap and to what level you have to level them before you scrap them to get those parts to, to get those those costs and material but um, one thing that we're talking about adding here is um, for common battleship parts like uh, not only having the scrappable material there but what the lat would cost so you could get an idea of how much latinum it would cost you I didn't even know about that scrapping thing so I could click on the uncommon material, and it's going to tell me, for example, is that so maxed? It, that means the number of ships that I would need maxed in order to do that? Yeah, so 75 Fendras. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'd have to scrap 75 Fendras. Oh my God, that's miserable. Um, 75 maxed Fendras. What is this uh, one at one at level? What is. So it, it so it you, you know the way the way scrapping works the rewards that you get back are based on the level of the ship not the tier, so it, it you know you get more for each level that you level the ship, and so that that basically shows you that you don't have to take it all the way up. In fact, you just have to take the level fifteen or whatever. Um, so th does that make sense? Is that so if I. If I had to, for example, if I'm looking at three-star uncommon crystal, uh, for a Fendra, it says I'd have to do 75 of them maxed. It says 31 at, at one at level, and then it says 31. What does that mean? So at 70, if I did 75 Fendras, I'd only have to take them to level 31 to get what I need? No, the, the, you'd have to have the, the 75 maxed, and then you'd have to have one additional one. At oh, 37. I got you. Okay, so 75 max plus one extra at right at level 31 to get exactly what i would need oh that's that, amazing that clickable cost thing i'm going to move that over to needed as well so you so it just be calculating based off your needed but you can like in that interface you can adjust the amount like and it'll live change it for you so you can does that make sense? Like, there's a text box, and it lets you change it. Yeah, I just did that with the, the battleship parts. Uh, great news. I only have to scrap 438 Talas to get the <laughs> common battleship parts that I need. Uh, that is really, really very cool, and that's something I didn't even know about with this thing. So uh, tell me a little bit about Spock's Club, because, June, you've, this is not new, right? You've had this for a oh, couple no, of years yeah. now, right? Yeah, these interfaces are all... all old but they but now that you can bring the data directly in it just brings new life to it because you can't you you, you can't like spend all your time entering research and stuff like that and so before what i had done was i designed it so that okay i'm only going to show you the research issue you have to update there are some users that go through the research tree once once a day and update like every like clockwork every time they do research they update it in spox club and it's it's it, they, they don't have to do that anymore, but now everyone doesn't have to do it anymore. Like, it's just one button, it sinks, you're done. You have all your resources, you know what you need. It's a lot easier. But, yeah, with so, so we've been, um, we, you know, I, I've been working a long time, and Ripper actually helped a lot in the beginning 
um, you, you know, making sure I could get the access to the data I needed and yep. how, how it all worked. And, um, and then since then, um, you know, when, when SDFSP, that space went, went away, so did the API for the data. So um, when, when that died, that resource, we had to find a new way, a new source to get the data. And Ripper did actually help a little bit there too. Um, but, but, you know, he was kind of done with a lot of this stuff. So he gave us the right direction. And then I started bringing in other people. And um, one of them's in the chat talking to a lot of you right now. Um, Glare hey, what's up, Glare? How you doing? I see you. He's answering a ton of questions in the chat right now. Yeah. Shout out he's, to Glare. He's great. Yeah. And um, there's, uh, there's another developer. His name's ES Lindsay. He's really, really smart. Um, he, he and Glare and I were the ones that kind of worked on the, um, the sync process and figuring out how we wanted to design it. And there was a ton of thought that went into... Um, I think we talked more about the privacy parts than anything else, um, th th just to make sure that we did this as safely as possible. And um, but then there's uh, there's another person that's in the dev team. His name's Judge. Judge is a database guy. He is um, he's he's my admiral actually, um, but he's I've never met someone that's better at doing data analytics um he's actually they they all have their own projects that they're working on we have so many new things coming that that aren't even on the scope today but um but yeah yeah judge is a little shy um but but yeah so he's he's working on a machine learning process to take advantage of all the battle logs and i think i talked to trucker chick about this we, i was working on this a long time ago um and um where where basically we're going to use analytics and machine learning to create a um, like a system for you to learn how, like, I want to go after this hostel. And then it'll go in and look at the history of what everyone has done and contributed as, as far as uploading their battle logs to find different crews and different ways people approached it That's and insane. give you suggestions. And, yeah, and just do some fun stuff like that. And then... Um, and then we're we're working on uh, ES Lindsay is working on a, a maps interface that that um, the rest of us are applying overlays to. So I, I know there's been maps before, but um, let's say in the the battle log interface um, you had a battle. Well, now there'll be a link you can click on it. It'll pop you over to the map, show you exactly where the battle happened, and um, there'll be all kinds of other resources there too. One of the big features we're looking for in that overlay is a um, mission system to show you not only like it'll be an overlay that kind of shows the missions what you've done the missions that you've completed and which ones you're missing and where to go start those missions and it'll show you on the map and then it'll show you the spots that you have to go to so you can send like five ships out at once so you know that it'll help accelerate the mission process and stuff like that um, and then let's see what other other projects that we're working on um, we have, uh, the, uh, I'm, I'm working, oh, I'm working on like a TV interface for like that content creator discord you talked about. There's so many content creators out there and I created like a TV channel system that essentially, um, pulls in their feeds from all the YouTube channels and lays them in a video format so you can watch it like Netflix. So we were working on that. That was just something fun to do. And then um, another thing that, that we're really trying to do, because um, we we are uh, trying to 
like everything was Fox Clubs community driven. Their features are things people thought up, not us, and they've asked for, and we're we're implementing them. But one of the things that's you know still a manual process with Fox Club is tracking the research and making sure it lines up and ties to the right thing to make the efficiency work, to make the calculation work. There used to be a ship stats interface on the um, on the site, and it, it basically would let you put in all your research that impacted mining speeds and stuff like that. And we want to bring that back. But the problem is, is that there's so many researchers there. So what we're developing is a mod system. And we're, we're going to have mods basically that are responsible, like almost like a Wikipedia thing, to say this research maps to this specific function so that it ties in and goes into the calculation. So when Scopely, um, when Scopely basically goes and adds more research or adds some other, something else, um, the mods will be able to go and map it without us having to do anything. So that, that's another thing. And I, I know the rest of the dev team is looking, wants me to ask if there's designers that want to work on mockups because they think the site looks horrible, but <laughs> I, I like it. I think it looks great. Listen, uh, what I've done here real quick is I've thrown into the graphics room just a couple of screenshots uh, of some of the other projects that you're working on, which would be Spock's Club TV uh, and also the uh, the map project you guys were talking about. I just grabbed an, a screen image from from this beta server. And what you guys can see there, June, like, for example, I've got the Caldic system uh, that I had just clicked there. But what we're looking at here, each one of those white dots is a system, and it's clickable. And, and eventually, we're going to have housing data, mining data, the hostels that are there. A lot of the stuff that we see in game, like, you're going to have a fully interactive map loaded up on Spock's Club eventually, right? Yeah, and, and your data. So, um, like your not not your base data. We're going to leave that off. But <laughs> I, I, we actually aren't pulling anything like that. But um, like the missions you've completed, where the missions are that you're not you don't have yet that you that you're that are accessible to you, but you're just not there as far as your level is concerned. And um, you know, and then if you go into a mission, there's going to be an overlay for that mission where it basically is going to show like what the mission details are, and then where the systems are that you have to travel to for that. So the, the, and the other thing that's cool about the map interface is it, it's gonna allow for third parties to like link systems directly into it. And it's gonna, like you could take the links from it and paste them in game and they'll be clickable. That's, I mean, that is incredible. The, some of the stuff, and I'm, I'm reading here in the chat, Calamas says it's amazing that community members are creating such awesome incredible tools thank you guys so much for the work you put in uh it it's kind of crazy that there is this much of th there's this much data that that sits in your old phone right because all of this stuff if you'll notice when you guys run the sync if you were logged into the pc client or logged into your phone um what what happens is it's essentially logging in as a client right uh that's way that's the way that the data is coming out, it's not being stored. It's actually being pulled in from their sync client. It'll log you out, right, June? So, like, if I'm logged in on my phone yep. and I, I run the sync, it's actually logging into a version of the game portal window to receive that status file, if you will, 
that is then being parsed over into the website. As far as people, and I, I know that this is a question uh, that a lot of people have asked about the security and Scopely knows and all this stuff. And again, I remind you that June and his team are actually in the content creator Discord. Um, so I don't want you to, to kind of freak out about that. Yeah, I'm not hiding from Scopely. Like I've posted it everywhere. Like even on the, lots of, there's, there's, it's not like, I don't, they haven't said anything negative to me about it, but I'm talking openly about it. And so they're, they're they seem to be copacetic at this point. So, At this point, the data that's coming, though, isn't exactly private or secure data, right? Like this stuff comes to your client anyway. You guys just found a way to, right. to read it. You know, exactly. this, this is coming to your phone every single time. So uh, they found a way to, to read that file and then bring it in and give you a snapshot and bring it into this database. Um, as far as, you know... Is this June? Could you call this, or could Scopely call this a mod? It's not. It has nothing to do with gameplay, right? It's just data. Nope. So no, there's no, there's no gameplay. It doesn't change anything. It doesn't give you anything. It just lets you kind of make decisions really on what you want to do next, and it enhances your your ability to have a vision into how how you can best approach the game. And I'm going to remind you guys, too, he, he had mentioned earlier uh, that Ripper was consulting on this from the very, very beginning. As a matter of fact, the same way that Ripper was getting his data for STFC.space was exactly the way that he and June kind of coordinated data for Spox.club. So uh, it is a continuation of, of that same type of cooperation, that same type of data, except this one is now personal. This one's now custom. Now, I love this question, June, uh, before we get ready to go. Uh, Omicron has asked. K9 Tooth has asked. Captain Yam has asked. All right, listen, June, for the whales, I'm sure you've had this question. Bubba Joe is salivating over here. June Bree, can you tell me, can you tell me how many and of what packs I have to buy to accomplish a goal? Bubba Joe's sitting over here dying right now. Look, Benny Hill's drooling. Tell me how many packs and of what pack I have to buy to accomplish a goal. Is that something you guys are, are tinkering with? I know somebody's so, had to have asked you. That's been asked so many times. Um, so, <laughs> I can't imagine why. So here, here's, here's the problem. Like, I know the, the higher-up uh, ops, like my ops and your ops, DJ, the, the packs are, are the same now. But on some of the servers that before ops 50 the packs are different yeah so it's so so they're you know and it's just i don't know why that is i think it's strange to me that they would have differences in packs but it it is what it is um but with the mod system that we're talking about um i i do think i i, I don't know what your packs look like I, I haven't looked to see if we can see the packs that you have um but that what we can do is have a mod system where they people put in what packs are, and then once that data is there, um, we we could definitely do that calculation. It'd be like not just these are the packs you want to get. It'd be like, look, you you don't want to buy um, eighteen station packs to do whatever it is you want to do. You want to buy like four station packs, six battleship packs, and two research packs, and it'd be the small. It'd basically give you the smallest the lowest common denominator for 
how to get there the cheapest. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. I, again, like I know Bubba's I, over there just like chewing on his fingernails. He's like, oh my God, that's great. Uh, I do see this question. Can you walk through, because you've shown me how to do this, June. Um, can you walk through to the audience? Can you tell me how many researches that I, uh, that I still have left to do at my current level of progression? Like, how, how many or what researches can I do that I'm eligible for now without looking at the stuff that I'm ops locked behind? So um, I could two, two weeks ago. I broke something, and I'm trying to fix it. Oh. Um, there's a, there, there's, there, so I have, a, I have a job that runs um, at the beginning of each arc when the new data comes in. That basically goes through and, and does a, it's a recursive loop to kind of figure out every research level and what the minimum ops level it is that's required to do that. And it's working for most of the researches, but there's some that are stragglers and they're saying ops too. So I'm working on that. It'll get fixed. But you can, in theory, do it once I get it fixed in the research interface. And you can you can basically choose um, researches. There's like all kinds of filters. One of the filters lets you say, look, only show me stuff that I've already done, that, that I still can do, but are possible for me to do as well. So it's like, I want to know, I, I don't want to know about stuff I've already done, but I do want, and I don't want to know about stuff I can't possibly do because it's beyond my ops level. Does that make sense? Yeah, so, so no, absolutely. I think, that, yeah, that's the answer to that question. Uh, I'm seeing this question, although, June, I'm pretty sure that they're just asking just to upset me. Uh, but where in this magnificent amazing tool have you polluted a page with forbidden technology so that's in the research section because i consider it research oh no forbidden technology um did i put that in research i have to or you just put it in the trash can because that's fine too that's yeah that's kind of how i feel about it (laughs) oh good i'm not the only one all right fantastic (laughs) uh yeah just put it in the forbidden trash section please um no, is that is that somewhere like you've got the the command center, right? Where we got fleet commanders. You know, it is interesting because it used to just be that there was research, right? But now they've come up with these different ways, these different skins that essentially are research. But forbidden technology is actually a little bit different. It's almost like it an is, officer kind of. It is different, and and um, I was actually um, like right right before when you were doing your news someone was talking to me about um there's they they uploaded a battle log where they had forbidden tech in there and in the battle log the forbidden tech element comes up as defense platform a that's what scopely put in the battle log defense platform a so i'm like that is brilliant oh my god i'm not sure how i'm going to parse that but no yeah forbidden tech is not i don't have a category for it yet if I was going to put it anywhere, it's going to be in the ship stats section. And what that section was, was basically you put in your auger, it would show you your firing pattern, it would show you your power, and it would show you all kinds of details. But then you could change the scenario saying, okay, now I'm going against an armada. Then it would take your armada research and add it to your ship. So your power would change. It would be different than what the game showed because it's you suddenly have all this research that you do for armadas. Or you could say, I'm going against another player. Then all of the numbers would change again because now you're going against um, a player. So it would show you that. That's where Forbidden Tech should belong, I think. Unless you want to put it in the garbage. That's fine, too. 
Uh, <laughs> now there are. Uh, I was going to say, Glare, I was I, literally, I was just kind of thinking that because ship stats right now is not a button. You guys have a lot of other sub pages that you guys are working on, but those are not necessarily meant to be public just yet, Killer Angel. Um, oh, the Glare, you're killing me. Yeah, yeah. Killer <laughs> oh, Angel's no, like, Killer hey, Angel. check out this beta site right here. Yeah, that's not public yet. Um, <laughs> oh, no, no. That, it was public. It was public. It, I had it public, and it, it it just got, it was just so much research to maintain. Yeah. If you go into, so if you go into ship stats and you click on like attack or something like that, and then you look at all the research, that's the, that long list is when I stopped maintaining it. I was like, I can't keep this up and everything else up. Um, so, so that's why I'm looking for building a mod system to maintain that research. So, but then, but then once you do it, once the mod system's up and someone maps, this is an attack thing for armadas, or this is an attack thing for PVP, or this is an attack. If you get attacked, you know, there's all these different scenarios that the research has. And, um, that's what the mod system will be, be able to let them map those things then, then the ship numbers will be correct again because it's just it's just too much to maintain and it's way out of date at this point. Um, but yeah, it's it, I mean it's a neat it's a neat idea. It's it's kind of fun to see what your ship power actually is um, with the different scenarios because it's only showing you ship power out of the dock without any scenario factored in with those researches that you've done for all this other stuff. This is uh this is incredible just kind of looking at this. Guys, the website is spox.club, spox.club where you guys can go and find everything that we've been talking about here today. Plus, uh experience the brand new data sync. It is less than 2 weeks old. It's working like a charm. Crazy. Okay, June, let me just ask the final question of the day. Uh true or false? You guys actually tested your product before going live with it. I know it sounds crazy, but did you test your product before you went live with it? I I mean, we we had just maybe five hundred and fifty thousand tests. Five hundred and fifty thousand tests. That's, I mean, obviously that's how that's supposed to happen, right? Five hundred and fifty thousand tests. Yes, I know. Sounds like wait, what testing? What's that word? Um, yeah, no, guys, it, it works phenomenally. I've used the sync. Uh, we've used it on camera the other night. We even used it to play a game the other night, uh, Trader. Uh, we let people gamble toy mice on how many researches I was going to do today for seven of nine. Um, and, uh, and there you go. And the sync tool told me easy peasy, like right up front. Here's how many researches you did today. And June, you're absolutely right. Artifacts count. Um, the uh, skill points for fleet commanders, all that stuff counts as research. I was very careful and did a sync at the end of the um, at the end of the formation armada event. So I was already done with all my artifacts. I did a sync right then, and then I started doing my new research because I knew that the website was going to count all that as research. I wanted to know how many native researches, like actual going through researches and speed ups and Latinum and all that stuff I was going to do. The count was 83. Isn't that crazy? I did 83 researches today wow. for seven of nine. <laughs> and I'm out of lat again. That, <sighs> yeah. So you need the lat calculator. I'll, I'll get on. Yeah, lat, lat, lat calculator would be good. I've used all my deal tokens. And and I'm still, I'm still not at the top milestone yet. I'm not there. I haven't bought any packs yet, Joker. Uh, I'm waiting for June to tell me what's the most efficient 
backpacked by. <laughs> <laughs> guys, the website is spox.club. Uh, you guys be sure to go check it out. Now, listen, I, I will tell you this. June, some real quick stats. You said in the last two weeks you've had 11,000 sinks, right? Well, yesterday, yeah, yesterday when I checked, it was almost 11,000 sinks. 11,000 sinks. How many uh, – you don't no, that's, store that's player 11, data. 000, that's 11,000 users that have used the sink. Not, I don't know how many sinks there have actually done. Because uh, I've done a few myself. Um, the, uh, you guys don't store player data, so are you able to determine like how many player players, individual players use or store their data with you as far as the research data? Like how many players are using Spox.club now? Oh, so we have we have about thirty five thousand users. Um, so and so, but that again, I haven't checked that number for in like four or five weeks. So, um, so that could be a lot more now. I don't know. Wow. But um, we yeah. So we have a big user community. That's you know, it's really good. Our Discord is is just basically for support. But people are welcome to come on there and ask for any kind of questions that they need to ask. Um, but but yeah the the I'm trying to like we were looking at that website numbers and stuff like that we we're getting like um, uh, I think in the past week five point two million hits on the website so <laughs> that's it's, crazy it's, I've been it's, one it's, one and a half million of them myself sorry I, I've used it a lot um, <laughs> yeah yeah and it was like the it's just it's like it's just the numbers are going up so fast like we've had to buy more server space we've had to buy um i I got an email from amazon today because that's who who we contract to send our emails with and they're like you you know you you guys are in the next price tier for emails congratulations you owe us more money but it's it's funny oh good stuff works well that's exactly where i was driving though this project is not obviously cheap to maintain june you uh you do this kind of work out in the real world but you've taken your professional time and your development time to build something like this for the players are you charging players to use this or is this uh are, are you doing like another ripper type project where you're like hey you know what this is fun we're nerds like this is it you guys are welcome to come and use it like am i paying a fee to be able to sync up my data no no one pays anything it's all free there's there's this is like yeah it's just a fun thing for us to do like we we really geek out and have a fun time on our developer discord wow but that doesn't mean that you guys couldn't chip in and couldn't help out a little bit. As a matter of fact, there is a Patreon set up, uh, of which I'm pretty sure I was a member. I, I think I am a member, or or I was, I think, until uh, when you went on vacation and then I didn't know if you were alive or not. I, I tried to reach out to you. Uh, well, you did eventually come back to me uh, and message back to me, but there was, a while, there was a while there, like, we were all worried about you. We didn't know what happened to you. You just had bu- yeah, you were was, busy in work, right? I got a – yeah, I got – got really really busy yeah so it was um it, i had a project that just was sucking all my time and i, I will couldn't. tell you though june and june knows this by the way uh what i was driving at guys if, if you want to chip in and it would be very kind if you did you guys uh, a lot of you guys do very very good at supporting this show and supporting our projects but if you're going to use this okay if you're going to use this if you're going to to use this tool and sync it up just imagine how long uh, we've been asking Scopely for something like this. Okay, we, how long have we been looking for somebody to try to find a way to do this? Um, and now it's been done. 
So while it is absolutely free, it's kind of the same thing like we ask you guys here. If this is something that you feel uh, that you would like to contribute to or something that you'd like to chip in and say thank you, then please visit uh, their website. It's spox.club. And if you scroll all the way to the bottom, there is a Patreon link. And what I was going to mention, Jules, uh, Urjun, is that the people have actually seen me on stream wearing your Spox Club t-shirt. I actually wear it all the time. If you guys oh, sign really? up, yeah, if you guys sign up on Patreon, he actually does something even cooler on his Patreon than mine. Uh, he actually has, like, gifts on it. <laughs> his, uh, I got a T-shirt for signing up on June's Patreon, so I've got a Spox Club T-shirt, uh, and it's, it's awesome. I actually wear it all the time. Uh, be sure to go on over to Spox.club and uh, check it out for yourself today. Download the Sync Client and automatically, yes, Dragon Keeper, log into the website, and immediately and right now, on demand, see 100% of your account reflected on the website through a sync process. All of your research, all of your officers, all of your ship information, that is absolutely. Vic says, we love data, and we love data presented in such a useful way. Imagine, says Robotsky, how much time the sync feature will save all of us. Uh, Dr. Juby says, wow, after signing up on June's Patreon, I realized that DJ's Patreon sucks. Yes, that is true in comparison. <laughs> He's got great T-shirts. Uh, you guys be sure to visit Spox.club. Scroll to the bottom and sign up on their Patreon support page today and get yourself a mug, a T-shirt, and more importantly, uh, say thanks and enjoy the fruit of June and his team, what, two years in the making for, to get right here? Yeah. I mean, it's been a long time. Bloody yeah. says, thanks a lot, June. Now all my Excel sheets are useless. Hey, just think now, Bloody, you don't have to update them anymore. Right? You can actually use that time to go kill reds. Or, you know, play with your children. Or go kill blues. Or go kill blues. Start a war. As a matter of fact, funny, uh, funny thing here real quick, June, before uh, I take a break. I saw this just a second ago, and I wanted to read it. Here it is. Lord Iskarin says, June Bree, I now forgive all previous wars we have ever waged against each other in the game. This tool's the bomb. All right. Uh, <laughs> have you, are, do you and Lord Iskarin know each other a little bit? A little, little something? Oh, something? yeah. Yeah? All yeah. right. Well, look. Peace has now broken out on server 49, guys. There you go. See? That's what good work will do. June, uh, thank you so very, very much for what an incredible tool that you have provided to the community absolutely free. Ladies and gentlemen, check it out. It is Spox.club, brought to you by June Bree and company. Uh, thank you, Glare, who's been in our chat answering a ton of questions. Uh, really, really awesome stuff there. Thank you. Uh, June, appreciate it. Thank you for all the work. Yep, you're, you're welcome. Anything that you would like to to say to the people real quick before we take our first break? Uh, is I know you talked about some stuff that we've got coming up, stuff that's on the horizon, but just anything that you uh, that you want to say? Yeah, I just want to make sure Glare, ES Lindsay, Judge, and we have a new guy. He didn't want his name mentioned yet, but um, yes, we have a good team, and yeah, I will get I will get killed if I don't ask for a designer. <laughs> so. If someone wants to be a designer and do mock-ups, um, basically be my boss as far as like make the site look like this, um, let us know on our Discord. All right, fantastic. There you go. Um, guys, uh, visit Spox.club today. Scroll to the very bottom and uh, click on that Patreon button if you would like to subscribe or help out a little bit there. Uh, like I just now did. 
All right. Uh, I, I was on it because I've got my T-shirt, but apparently I'd let it run out or something like that. So I signed up. I signed back up, and so can you. Oh, my gosh. If I upgrade, I get a hoodie? Ooh. See, I tempt you. EJ, you need to be at the highest tier supporting June Bree. Let really me just should. say, if you're buying at least two packs a month, anybody listening, okay, let, call it five. If you're call it, if you're buying five <laughs> packs a month, guys, come on. Yeah, a pack look. a month for June Bree to give this, and, and he doesn't have this much support, guys. Imagine how much more amazing this can be. I know. Now he's gonna they're gonna he's people are gonna guilt me into putting stuff like that into mine. Look there, he's got a hundred dollar one with a t shirt and a mug and a hoodie and a decal sticker. Gosh. I dare you all. I dare everyone listening. Don't do, do that. Bucks a month. Don't dare. No, it's, it's now they're going to do I it. I dare you. Oh, I dare you heard you. it. You heard it. I now you got to do it. You. Now you have to do wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. I double dog dare you. Oh, it's on now. Ladies and gentlemen, visit Spox.club uh, right now today to check out the new sync feature and the amazing uh, tools available at Spox.club. June, thank you so very much. Appreciate you being our special guest today. Guys, we're going to take a very quick break. When we return, uh, we're going to play... Uh, Trader and Truckin's Top Tunes, plus uh, Bubba Joe has joined us, and we're going to get ready to start wrapping up on Voyager Part 4 uh, as we prepare to issue final ratings coming up later this week. Lots more still to come here on Talking Trek. Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll be back in a second. Hang on. Today's show brought to you in part by the Musgrove Trial Firm in Georgia. Have you suffered personal injury in Georgia? You need a buddy. Give Buddy at the Musgrove Trial Firm a call, 678-226-1994. Visit them online at musgrovetrialfirm.com. Hey, folks, more of that shameless self-promotion. Twitching Trek had a big goal set out for July, and you guys smashed it. We are 33% of the way towards our huge promotional giveaway in the month of October. And if you're just hearing about it, well, find out more. Visit us on our Twitch page and subscribe. Subscribe to the channel using a simple Tier 1 recurring sub for $4.99 or less and be automatically entered to win your share of up to $2,000 worth of game packs in the month of October. Plus, witness irresponsibility and shenanigans along the way. Twitching Trek needs your help reaching 350 Tier 1 or higher subs for August and September to hit goals. So visit our page today and win big with Twitching Trek and UltimateDJsPlays.com. No purchase necessary. See official rules on Discord for details. You looking for ways to enhance your gaming experience inside Star Trek Fleet Command? Well, Surtail has the answers for your health and wellness needs, especially while gaming. Gummies to sharpen the mind when you can't come up with 14 words where three would do. Surtail is an independent distributor of all aerial products that you would need to improve your gaming experience. Surtail also distributes bath salts, CBD creams and oils, weight loss products, Protein shakes, workout aids, Delta 8 gummies, and so much more. Message Surtail on Discord or go to crazybunch.org. This program is made possible in part by Cap'n Crutch Cereal. Try some soon or we'll send a guy over with a couple of hammers to play chopsticks on your kneecaps. The only thing hotter than the sun this August is our new pumpkin spice double pumpkin extra cinnamon scorched latte. Oh! Brewed at a temperate 400 degrees, our new latte is sure to quench your thirst. Ow! I burnt my tongue! If you think your tongue is toasted, wait until you add the toasted marshmallow topper. Pumpkin, cinnamon, and toasted marshmallow? But it's not even Labor Day. Oh, nonsense. Nothing screams end of summer like our new pumpkin spice double pumpkin extra cinnamon scorched latte. Get it now for a very limited time. I'm sorry, sir. We stopped selling our pumpkin products last week. Uh, it's August. Do you want to try our new peppermint gingerbread mocha Christmas latte? It's the most wonderful time of the year. 
channels changed, it's time to play And man, I bet too much on the spread Friends are asking if I bought beers I whipped out a 12 pack and I said cheers Told my wife, take the kids downtown Because we're gonna go crazy The pigskin's back around, the pigskin's back around I said the pigskin's back around The pigskin's back around Thank you guys for being here. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast where Bubba Joe and Trader and Truck and, Chis, uh, Truck and Chick are joining us tonight. Bubba Joe, you're, you're going to get your wish tonight, man. All right. I know. I, I got to stop. All right. Bubba Joe, you get to host the rest of the show. All right. I, I, I'm just going to have to turn my mic off. I'll hit your buttons for you. All right, I, I just yeah, like that'll happen. <laughs> DJ doesn't know how to stop talking. It hurts so, so, so I just, much. I, I want oh. I want to thank everyone for coming in. Uh, this has been a fantastic show. And hey. Good night. hey, we still have Bubba. a game to play. I still got a game to play. <laughs> oh, wham! That looks ne- oh, wham! Yeah, that's what I. That's what my head feels like right now. That's what my head mm. feels like. Um, mm. Baba Joe, before the uh, before the show started, we were talking about a game, a new game that we were going to play. Do you want to go ahead and do you want to do that now, Truck and Chick? That way Bubba Joe can end the show in 12 minutes. You want to? Sure, but I bet he could end it in two, really. He doesn't need Dr. 12 Juby, he's not DJ. Listen, Bubba, Dr. <laughs> Juby says, how about you teach me something, Bubba Joe? How about you actually teach something tonight? What do you got to teach? I I I don't have anything to teach. In fact, I, I doubt them. If you're if you're not ending the show in 15 minutes, there's a good chance I will not make it to the end of the show. So <laughs> well. um, it's just I uh, I have a long day. I have a really early morning flight tomorrow, so mm. um, I'm I'm actually going to be calling it here pretty quickly. But um, to teach something, uh, I think I mean if you want to talk about it tonight, and maybe we can save it for another time. But I think the discussion we had on Twitch the other night is a really, really good discussion talking about where you gain benefits of uh, whether it's better to boost critical damage or better to get isolytic damage or better to get hull breach or how you best enhance your damage. Now, we were obviously having that discussion in terms of where should you spend money, but it's a really good discussion to talk about how uh, you get the most bang for your buck. You know, it it is a great thing. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get through that tonight. But I'll tell you uh, what Bubba and Jules uh, and Blue and I did the other night on Twitch was 
some of the nerdiest stuff ever, Bubba Joe. I mean, <coughs> guys, what we're talking about, we're talking about figuring out the the top of the curve, right, Bubba Joe, in terms of how to maximize damage, what researches, this and that. Uh, Wham was there talking about, well, try this, tweak that, look at this and see what kind of results we're getting there. Don't forget about the defense. Like, it's a, it's a balancing act, isn't it, Bubba? I mean, you can't just go all in on one thing. Like, and Correct. especially, especially now that we're looking and seeing some of the ways to really, really enhance damage as, uh, as Wham uh, was talking to me about after Blue and Jules and I discovered Bubba Joe. Can you believe this? Now, you, well, we already talked about it, but I, I couldn't believe that I was leaving Miles O'Brien off my solo Armada crew. I just couldn't believe it. It makes no sense to me. That is dumb. Yet, we had a need to balance our offensive firepower with a little bit of defensive ability. You know, I teased Karkin the other day, uh, I guess a couple of weeks ago, talking about you know how he wanted to try to find a Voyager defensive officer to to or you know like a shield modifier, a shield regen, something like that. I'm like, ah, oh, no, go all damage. Well, we proved that that doesn't work. You gotta have a little bit on each side of the aisle, um, and so there was some ridiculous nerding out the other night where we figured out the formula. Like, and, and I know, Bubba Joe, that they gave us the formula for isolated cascade, and they gave us the formula for isolated defense. But here to tell you, there's still some nuances in there, ain't there? Mm-hmm. There's still, there is. Still a few and, little and, nuances in, in there to figure out. Right. And so we were having a discussion of, you know, what is, you know, you where this all started from is you were deciding, should I get the – uh, the new critical primes or the isolated damage primes, or should I focus my energy somewhere else? And yes, it was obviously focused on spending, but what we actually proved is the most important thing when we're talking about this. The, what was the most important thing about this? Is it better to boost your critical damage by 125% or is it better to give yourself 10% isolated damage or is it more important to give yourself whole breach? Ladies and gentlemen, what he's driving at right here is the pure and 100% undisputed, unequivocal goal of this event store, Max Bellana Torres. Do whatever you can do to get a Tier 5 BLT 100%. That should be 100% of, of your goal. Like, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Benny Hill says, got mine to tier four, go to five, okay? Go to five. That, that is, but when we're talking about this, and, and you guys can go back and watch it on Twitch, when we're talking about, um, we're talking about damage output, critical damage, isolytic damage, talking about Janeway, talking about extra shots, talking about critical chance, talking about critical damage bonus, all this stuff, the single most no she's not just good for hostiles grand gate she's also good for armadas okay the single well, she's not pvp if not that's pvp point, she is not a pvp officer yeah correct not pvp wham she doesn't do pvp okay she does do armadas she does do hostiles she is not pvp you're still going to need lork over there if you're going to do pvp but here to tell you that that moves the needle more than anything else having a tier five belana torres below deck <laughs> 
is the single, I'd say it's right up there with Hugh. Running her and Hugh together is naturally well, a game changer. Obviously, that's the thing we had to talk about, right? So the very first thing you have to do is how do I regularly trigger criticals, right? So whether that's Hugh or someone who gives you extra percentages, maybe you're using the Titan, maybe you're using the Cerritos, right? Obviously, the whole breach doesn't do anything until you're critical. But we've got a lot of tools in our belt to make sure that we are criticaling early and often now, right? PvP is a little different. PvP, you have the counter strategies, right? I'm reducing your critical chance or I'm reducing your critical damage. So now the PvP is a little bit of a counter strategy of, well, what are they going to be running and what should I be running? Even though most of the time it's strike team, but at least you know what the strike team is going to be doing. So obviously the very first thing is triggering critical hits because that is a massive scale up. But then after that, the most important thing, more than giving yourself an extra 100% damage or an extra 5% damage, the most important thing is regularly triggering hull breach. Absolutely. Now, Tactical Crane points out that Hugh does not work on Armadas. Absolutely correct. And we accounted for that uh, in the Armada crew that I ran because what we did then uh, is we took Hugh out, but how else do we focus on crit, crit chance, things like that? Then we took a look over back to uh, our friends from Deep Space Nine, Bubba Joe, Cisco, Bashir, and Seven of Nine. Which, crazy, it's a weird combination, Bubba Joe, but is it really? Is it really? Let's remember, uh, first of all, Cisco's captain's maneuver. There's your mitigation. Nice and big. All right. Uh, officer ability. Real quick, Bubba Joe. Cisco's officer ability. What's it do? Crit. Cisco's officer ability does critical chance. Critical chance build, right? Cumulative critical chance build. Bashir is what? Bashir's uh, officer Bashir ability. is... Critical chance. Critical chance as flat well. Flat crit chance bonus. Yep, a flat crit chance bonus. And uh, seven of nine. Against specific things. Yeah, solo armadas. Right. Solo armadas. Yeah. Uh, and then seven of nine. What is her officer ability? Critical damage. Increasing the critical damage. As a matter of fact, that's a great crew to throw Odo under deck on. Okay. Well, so, so if you on. get your Chakotay well, high hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. If, you're, if you do not have Bolana Torres... Okay, if we're not putting her below deck there, should you put seven of nine on the bridge or should you put a lurk on the bridge? We're talking about a difference of 80 or 100 percent critical damage, right? What did we discover last? What did we discover on Twitch? Well, right. Yeah. If you don't have the Max Bellana Torres, then in this particular case, you've got to run with a hull breach or a Gorkon. Now, if this is a solo armada scenario, don't forget, you can put hull breach on a different ship. Okay, if you are running a solo armada, do keep in mind that you can put uh, hull breach. You can put your burning. You can do that on a different ship as long as you know it's going to survive. Gorkon, another good one, Wham. As long as you know it's going to going to stay alive. Um, as a matter of fact, out of the three abilities, Baba Joe, what's the only one that has to be on the ship that you want to use it on? Uh, morale. Morale. That's right. Hull breach and burning can actually come from another ship in the Armada. It's why we always make sure that somebody brings a Lorca or somebody brings a Tier 5 Bellana to a group Armada because you don't need everybody to do it. Some people have to. Uh, some people need to bring that, and others can focus on other things. We've always talked about uh, variety, if you will, in, in working with group Armadas and, and you know, stuff like that. So uh, there is definitely, definitely some, some huge 
huge benefits. Now, one thing that we have learned, Bubba Joe, and this is very interesting, okay? This is super interesting to me. Um, I am getting questions about this nearly daily. We have not taught on this, so let's spend a couple of minutes on this, and hopefully you'll know where I'm going so I can stop because this hurts. Uh, Bubba Joe, I ran a battle log where I started the Armada. I had Tier 5, Belana Torres, everybody in my Armada got Hull Breach, right? Does that make sense? Everybody got the benefits of Hull Breach. Sounds perfect, right? Yes. Beautiful. Okay. Um, next Armada, next Armada, I don't start it. Karkin does. Okay. Karkin runs the next one, but um, he's only got a Tier 2 Belana. I've got a Tier 5 Belana. But JB doesn't run Bellana. He's got more power than me. Uh, suffice it to say, Bubba Joe, in the battle log, I am now third, uh, listed third on the battle log. But I'm the one that brought the Tier 5 BLT. Does Karkin get the benefit of Hull Breach on that battle? Nope. Tell me why. Because his is going to be the primary. Do I get the benefit of a Tier 5 Bellana? Not unless he triggers whole breach off of his. Not unless I don't, you mean? Like if mine activates, mine is going to be the one? If yours activates, everyone gets whole breach. But his DJ's is not going to activate. That's actually not true. The DJ's is going to activate at the same percentage as yours. No, so the Spock down bug. That is actually is not true. Lower decks. No, 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 no. Spock down bug, Bubba, is stats only. Okay, it feeds stats. No, it's percentages. <clears throat> I it will is percentages. I will fire mine. Okay, uh, where I was driving with that though, and it does sound like that. That you- is not correct, DJ. It is not correct. That's why the Eurydice bug worked. It does everything. It does stats and percentages. It does percentages too? But does it do lower decks? Well, that I don't know. Mm. Dang, sounds like we're going to need to test that out. Actually, where I was driving with that, Bubba Joe, is actually something super simple. <laughs> Wait, this, this is not where I was going with that. But what I was going to refer to uh, is the fact that a Tier 5 Bellana Torres, third or fourth in the battle log, will never serve the starter. Okay, we'll never serve the starter if the starter is not the one that had it, and and because the, it won't activate because until your turn. And it's, that's exactly right. It's the timing of the order. Okay, so I I did want to. That's not exactly where wait, I was going with this. Wait, wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> Why is that? All Be- the starter round stuff happens, and then the weapons start to fire. It's not like his starter round stuff happens, and then he fires all his shots, and then the next starter round stuff happens, and. If don't, yours triggers, don't ask around. me why. Don't ask me why. I just know we've tested it extensively. If if I am the one, if we, as a matter of fact, here's how we did it, Bubba Joe. We had nobody bring Bellana Torres and nobody bring, uh, bring Burning except for me in um, the tiniest ship. I think I brought what? What was it, Karkin? Like a a beetle? Like the the uh, Vidar? Not Vidar. The I don't know if I was here for this. The Latin mining thing. 
<clears throat> all right, the Latin mnemonic thing. Long story short is I had nobody bring any kind of hull breach at all except for me, and I came in the tiniest ship. Nobody ever got the benefit of hull breach except for me. The, I, I'm assuming, Bubba, that it, in terms of abilities triggering or in terms of a damage boost, the damage boost it never happened. They didn't get the damage boost. I, I can only assume that the beginning of the round stuff also works in order. I don't exactly know how or why, but but we did do this. Uh, and that's what I was actually going to warn people about tonight because I've gotten a lot of messages. Ship order does matter. All right, ship I, order matters. I, I think you are incorrect, DJ. Okay, all right. Well, if that was the case, would, wouldn't Lorca have the same except on the second round? Like he'd proc the first, but then you'd get only the other people would only get him for the next round. Well, it actually works that way. Like if if you don't bring a Lorca Karkin, why why do you think we always take uh, we always tell the starters no, but, to bring Lorca? Well, that's an easier convenience. You know, your starter is the one responsible for the covering it, I suppose. But right, but if you brought no hull breach, and JB did. And he's the power. You're the starter. He's going to be second in your battle log. Your first round, you're not going to get the benefit of Hullbreach. On top of that, Belana's only one round, which means she's expiring at the end of the first round. At least Lorca will carry over. You would get your benefits of Hullbreach at the start of round two. Belana does not well, get that Well, that's what I'm trying to quantify is whether or not – because I know I've been giving people Hullbreach with Lorca being, you know, low, you know the lowest star on the – the board, but whether or not that was because they had to wait an extra round to get it, I don't yeah. know. I, now yeah. just thinking about this. So, I mean, obviously we do have some more testing, I guess, to do with that Bubba Joe. My my limited testing, in fairness, I haven't tested every single variable that I can think of, um, but I thought it was pretty simple. I thought it was pretty self-explanatory. Like, wherever, whoever fell into the battle log at that specific spot is from that point down is where Hope Breach began to start having effects. So, so how did you determine that it was not triggering for them? Well, we could see we can see you know shots, like the size of their shots and this and that. Like when we're looking at a non hull breach log versus a hull breach log. I mean, again, not so you had you specifically had a non hull breach log and a hull breach log to see that their shots in the same rounds with the same weapons and the same ships and the same crews were doing two thirds of the damage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fifty percent some difference in damage. Like I said, there, there. No, I could see that on a, I could see that on a, like a, like a con, on where you have to get hit or, or something that it would affect you by activation later in the round. But it's based being that it says right at the beginning of the round. I'm really surprised if that is accurate. Sal, that so, so this this so, is actually what brought up this so, hypothesis. Sal so bloody says, is, so, go ahead. Well, Sal says, how does that work on solos? And this is the exact reason that this kind of testing started happening because we have had people, Bubba, uh, say, for some reason, I'm not getting my hull breach on my big ship or on my first ship. We started looking. Ship order does, in fact, matter. This is actually how okay. we found it, Sal, was on a solo armada. That's how, I, that's how we, we figured out this ship order thing, and then we were I was able to to duplicate that in testing with uh, with a group armada. It is it is strange because I do agree with Bubba Joe. If something is pre battle, all right, it should kick up before any rounds start. But for whatever reason, it no. is a little bit weird. It's not pre battle, DJ. So Belana triggers at the start of every round or doesn't trigger at all, right? 
Okay. If you are trying to trigger an ability that requires whole breach, like the isolative damage artifact, the players upstream from that will not or get the Gorkhan. benefit because when their triggers or Gorkon, when their triggers need to happen, there is no whole breach. So that mm, I agree. That's okay. how that would work. That probably is exactly what we were looking at then, Bubba, because we were looking at isolated damage. So th- that was that was one thing that I was trying to figure out with it. They weren't getting their isolated trigger. They weren't getting that extra, you know, whatever for having hull breach on an interceptor, for example. Because their trigger happens at the same time their Bolanotaurus would happen. And when their Bolanotaurus doesn't trigger or they don't have it, that sees I don't have hull breach, it moves on to the next ship and does all their starter round triggers. Okay, so so we are kind of saying the same thing. I just didn't say it quite right. It, it, the The start of round triggers are different than pre-battle and are not going to go until the order. Now, so that does come back and beg the question then, though. Abilities that require hull breach are not going to trigger if they are start of round triggers. Now, if if you have something like that says... When you hit somebody, that ha- they have hull breach, and they've already gotten hull breach from the start of the round, those abilities should trigger. We can test that. There are a few abilities like that. But if you're talking about like the isolated artifact, like that's not going to trigger because when that triggers to check to see if there's hull breach, there is no hull breach. So, okay, then I need to walk back my, my statement about Belana Torres. Do we know that the Spock down bug is affecting tier? Because I thought we disproved that with Miles. I thought we did that with Miles O'Brien. Fallopian, so Belana Torres may not trigger the blade of Takan for somebody upstream. Like, let's say, let's say, let's say Karkin is the starter of the Armada. But I'm more powerful than he is. All right. Who goes first on the battle log? Karkin does, right? He's the starter. starter. Yeah, he's the starter. He goes first. So if he doesn't bring his own hull breach trigger, he is not going to get the benefit of my tier five. If he doesn't have a tier five Balana, if he's only got a tier one or a tier two Balana, and I go in there with a tier five Balana. He will not get the benefit of my tier five Balana. Now, I thought that I would get the benefit of my tier five Balana. Are you sure that that's not the case, Bubba Joe? Because I thought Spock down, like even here, Neon says, I've had my six of 11 nerfed by host with a lower tiered six of 11. Technically, Neon, and, and I could be wrong on this, Bubba Joe, but it's not the tier of six of 11 that's nerfing it, it's the stats that that 6 of 11 is using and then handing down, right? 6 of 11, oh, six, oh, 6 of 11 uses, it's a percentage, right? It could be the stats, but it also is affecting the percentage. No, it's also, it's also the percentage, we know this with Gala. She's only a percentage-based. Correct. And she's been affected um, negatively by a, say you try and run your Pike Moreau, and you're the second person, but the first person's just running normal gala. You get, you know, all negated. Yours doesn't get boosted because it gets brought down. Wow, what a mess. That's a cluster bomb. So starters starters 
can't bring Belana Torres unless they've got a tier five. Well, we don't know that the lower decks are affected. We'll, we'll go check that. We can go check that. I would be surprised if lower decks are not affected, but I'm surprised at a lot of things. So, yeah. Which is why I circle back. Just max your freaking BLT. If everybody has a tier five BLT, then it's super easy, right? It's easy. Don't worry about it. But if you don't have a tier five BLT, you could actually end up hurting your team by bringing a crap BLT. All right. So yes, yeah, shorts. Just max her. Just max her. <laughs> Use the event store loot. That should be everything you're focusing. Every freaking shred of event store loot needs to be in. Needs to be in Bellana Torres. So, yeah. So I'm not saying I'm not advocating that anyone go buy packs to get event store loot to max no. Bellana Torres. That's no. not what I'm advocating. I'm ta- saying take what you have. Now, if you're like I've got her to tier four, and I can use my event store loot to get everyone else to tier four. Well, that's not a terrible idea because we do have sourcing for these officers, all except the two new ones so far. So I would say, you know, because you're going to start to get that daily drip, you should be able to start getting that daily drip from rare formation armadas, not the double chest. But I think you should be able to start being able to do that single chest pretty regularly based on my experience and my expertise. But I could be wrong. Maybe that's a little bit harder for some people. But I think that. You're going to be able to get it, if not every day, regularly. Yeah. And so you're going to be able to source those shards kind of at the same level, right? So, yes, you want to max Bolana Torres. If you have loot and you're like, I don't know what to do with this loot, max Bolana Torres. But if you're like, I have limited loot, what should I do? Get all of them up kind of at the same. All those rare officers kind of the same because we do have sourcing for those officers. This is unlike previous arcs, say the Picard arc where we have no sourcing for those officers or other arcs where we're missing a bunch of rare officers and sourcing like deep space nine. So I think that if you're like, I have very limited loot, should it's better to get one, you know, most of these up to tier three and Belana to tier four or something like that. Or should I forego all of those, leave those at like tier one and put everything into Belana Taurus. And I think in that case, getting all of them to a slightly higher level, because you're going to be able to source officer shards fairly regularly through the rare formation air models. Do you, what do you think of that DJ? Yeah, no, I think that's, that's completely fine. And it is a fact there is sourcing there. It's going to be a little bit slower. Um, I am playing the, the regular sourcing uh, or the, the snails pace sourcing on this Bubba Joe. I know some people are doing double pulls. Uh, I have maintained single pulls just because like, I want to consistently be able to do that. And it's longer term. I know that some people are looking at the doubles, but we also had a ramp-up period this month. There were more directives given this month. I think we need to be very cautious with the amount of loot that you guys earned. It will not come as as uh, heftily in future months as it did in this month. All right? Uh, Count DeVille says, this month on, forget your rare formation directives. No, you're going to be able to do them, but look at the loot that you guys have. How much loot did you earn this month? Cut it by 67%. Okay? That, Bubba, do you think I'm wrong on that? I think you take, if you earn 5,000 loot this month, then you can count on earning about 1,500 a month thereafter. Well, yeah, but what's a chest cost? Well, only 75. A single chest, a doubles 225. So that's what I'm saying. Like, So I think, 
I think you'll regularly be able to pull a single chest. I think the doubles is a little bit ex- you uh, high, got it. high expectation. Exactly, and that's kind of what I'm saying. Even though it looks like you got a lot of loot this month, you probably want to prepare for the fact that you're going to take a little bit less. So look at that smaller chest. Do the 75. It's going to be uh, more – you're going to get more pulls out of that in the long run than you will out of doing the double pulls now, okay? So I do think that uh, you've got to be very, very careful in projecting that spend. I do like um, the fact that the sourcing is going to be there. And so I do know a lot of people are saying, well, yeah, I can't can't get her maxed and things like that. I I do think, though, this is going to require a little bit of coordination with your team, right? If if you are going to start an armada, it is highly likely, and we can do some more testing on this, but if you're going to start an Armada and you've got a Tier 1 or a Tier 2 Balana, it's highly likely you need to leave that at home. All right, because that is going to downline affect the rest of your team. Like I said, we've got to do some more testing on that, Bubba Joe, but um, the starter, in all likelihood, the starter is the one who should be trying to proc that hull breach, and if you've only got a Tier 1 or a Tier 2 Balana, you're actually going to negatively impact everybody else who is running Balana, even if it was a Tier 5. So we got to be careful with that. All right, Allegedly. Allegedly. Testing still required. Yeah, we need to, we need to confirm that. But I, I thought that's what we had already done. Like, I, I was pretty sure that I had proven so, that Balana will not serve upstream. You may have. I might have just missed that. Like, I honestly didn't see the, that particular stream, I don't think. So, DJ, yeah. Um, what if you're going? If the leader brings a low-level Blana Torres, and you're going to send, you have your started node, and they have a started node, and you're going to have to send a ship to that node. What should you bring to that node? Oh God! To help pull breach. <clears throat> they got a tier one Blana. That's they brought their best Blana. I got to take. I, I got to take Lorca or Gorkon to that first one. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. That's exactly the point I was trying. Yes. That's exactly what we want to do. Is if you're going to be sending to the again, this is one of the things we encourage people to do. You do the start. Let the whales bring their big ships and blow it up, and then you get the starter's chest. That helps you get the loot that you're looking for. You know, maybe they'll they'll bring slightly smaller ships, but it's the most important thing. The most important thing for the formation armadas is to defeat them. So do not get upset at your whale for bringing their G5 epic to your formation armada because the most important thing is to defeat it. So if you're bringing enterprises and you're like, oh, they brought they brought their G four G five uncommon, and it's it's the same size as the Armada. They're going to take all the loot. Yes, but it is far more important for you to get the starter's chest and to win that Armada. There should be no complaining about people that are like, oh, he brought his big ship. If you lose the Armada because everyone brought small ships and you were trying to do it with the small ships and you didn't do it, that is the that is the absolute wrong way to look at it now is there a balancing act should the maybe this player bring a g4 rare to lower their power yes but the most important thing is to beat the armada and i've seen far too many armadas fail across lots of servers that oh we just missed it on this last node it is so wasteful to do that you are better off bringing your biggest ships to blow them up and guarantee your victory because if you don't you're just throwing money away well and that's what rare amount of directives are is is actual money because of how scarcely they're being sourced well not only that and do do remember guys the one thing that scopely did 
uh, and I, I don't know if you want to call it intelligent design. I am going to, but they really did make sure that the raw loot in these things, Bubba Joe, was not the primary source of of sourcing for players. We have seen it. The Happy Meals, the starter chests, those are 90% of the sourcing for nanotech, okay? So it doesn't matter, right? Like Bubba Joe's 100% right. That raw loot is considered just extra. I mean, if you, if you know you've got a G5 Epic coming that could solo that leg, bring a full loot crew. Get a little bit extra if you want to, all right? But really, the bulk of the loot, the nanotech, it's coming from the Happy Meals and the starter chest. And then, of course, the payout of the Armada itself is coming and defeating all three legs. You got 12 unique players in there. It's 120 isolytic shards, okay? It's super, super, super important that you do kill that thing. Now, Wham says uh, a minute ago, Will Belana Torres stop Gorkon or uh, Lorca from proccing? Actually, no. But here's the, here's the thing. doesn't matter at that point because all you're looking for is a, is a proc of hull breach. Okay? If Belana and a Lorca and a Gorkon all proc hull breach, then you're in great shape. Okay? It doesn't really matter as long as hull breach exists. What we are hypothesizing with the Spock down bug is that if a starter brings a tier one Balana, and then you're the next, you're the highest, most powerful player, Wham, you've got the tier five Balana, but you're still down line from your starter, right? You're still down line from that tier one Balana. And our hypothesis is that the tier one Balana is going to use the same mechanics as the Spock down bug, the same mechanics as six of 11, the same mechanics as Gala, the same mechanics as all this stuff and transfer down a Balana that has a lower proc chance. And if that happens, then even though you've got a Tier 5 Balana, you're not guaranteed that proc. So if the starter does not have a Tier 5 Balana Torres, then we've got to be real careful about what it is that we're, that we're bringing down. Uh, Divine does say the ability duration matters. Longer duration will overwrite the lower duration. And that's fine if it's going to last. All right, I, I agree. Balana is not going to overwrite Lorca's two rounds. Balana is not going to overwrite Gorkon's three rounds, at least as far as I'm aware, Bubba Joe. All right, but uh, that being said, Annie, you can make sure that the max BLT is starred, but that still requires that the starter not run BLT. If you've got a if you've got a tier five Balana Torres in your armada, sure, hand out the star but nobody else can bring her, right? The starter, for example, can't bring her because the starter's tier one Balana is going to override the star. The starter will always go first, so just be aware of that. I've had a million and one PMs with battle logs. Why is my Balana Torres not giving people, not giving people uh, hull breach? Ship order matters. Spock down bug matters. Is the same thing as Gala. It's the same thing as PBE. It's the same thing as PBM. You guys have got to you look at that. When we've talked about that stuff in the past, we've always said, hey, the starter needs to bring Miles. Karkin, you had mentioned it a Miles a minute ago. Why, why does Blue say that the starter always needs to bring Picard, Beverly, Miles? And then everybody else can bring one Miles. But what does that do, Bubba Joe? 
supercharges the miles so that every mile is underneath him has the same ability as the top miles without requiring the two officers to boost him. You got it. You got it 100%. It supercharges every other miles it runs down. Same thing with Gala. Okay? So I, I get it. People are so saying, you know this is how this works. Well, now in hindsight, when Karkin brings up the examples, yeah, no, it makes total sense. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, yeah, it makes total sense. I, I wasn't thinking about it before. I don't know why. Maybe because it was a lower deck thing. All right. But yeah, no, it makes total sense. But now I have to come up with a new reason as to why I wasn't getting as to why the people upline for me weren't getting the proc. If if nobody else brought Bellana well, and I did, why did nobody upline looking, get it? If you were looking for the isolytic damage trigger from their blade of the con, they're not gonna get that. If you were actually calculating their damage was lower because you had with hull breach and without hull breach and you were looking at the exact same rounds, so the exact same weapons firing and you saw this massive difference in damage, then that's... But if you were just looking at, hey, this ability that requires hull breach didn't trigger or this ability that requires hull breach didn't trigger, those are correct. Those are not going to trigger because hull breach is triggering later on in the start of round triggers after their things would have needed to look for hull breach. When does the Blade of Takan look for Hullbreach? When your start of round stuff is triggering. I would say the very so first if, thing of those start of if trigger you, rounds. If you have, if you have a Bolana Torres or a Lorca or whatever that triggers at the beginning of the round that says, I now have Hullbreach, and the Blade of Takan is going to go, at the beginning of round, do you have Hullbreach? It's going to go, yes. And it's going to go, great. Here, add some isolytic damage. But Milana doesn't trigger till the start of each round, and but that is in an armada. Happen. Yeah, in an, in an armada, the leader's start of round stuff happens, and then the next highest person's start of round, or the next starred person, right? Because you have either of the, you can set the order that way, and then their start of rounds and their start of rounds, and so each individual start of rounds is going to happen. But for the first couple, if there was no hole breach trigger, let's say Lorca didn't trigger or their Bolana didn't trigger, their blade of Takan's not going to work because there's no hole breach yet. So it goes player by player, and when it gets to a player that triggers whole breach, it says, "Hell right, you get whole breach. Your bladed con is on, because that's what it's supposed to do." And it doesn't go back up line. That makes complete right. sense. That's why nobody up line for me got it because we were looking at the isolated piece of that. So, all right, there you go. And that's why, Bubba Joe. That's exactly why some people have come and said, "Hey, we're not getting." you know, whole breach all the way across the board. We're not getting the isolytic, and that is why, okay? So I have a question now. Are you ready? Yeah. It's not for you. Okay. Take a break. Good. Dr. Juby, did you learn something? Dr. Juby's not I'm waiting for you to respond. Uh, to See? There you go. There you See? Go. I successfully did what I was asked to do. You Dr. Juby something. learned something. There you go. Dr. Juby is incapable <laughs> of learning. <laughs> Uh, all right, then Then here's what we're going to do. Uh, this is a great opportunity for us to take our final break. Bubba Joe, when we come back, uh, we will do very quickly. We're going to do Trader and Truckin's Top Tunes. We'll play the track, and uh, we'll get ready to go. So um, there you guys go. People have been asking, what about isolytic damage in the Armadas, in the solo Armadas? When do the triggers happen, etc.? Why am I getting it and not somebody else? Why is my Tier 5 Bellana not procking? Now you guys have all of those answers. Thank you, Bubba Joe, for teaching today. When can we get a video of this? Oh, God, Grand Gate, you know, 
time is so limited. I, I have had a lot of people, Bubba Joe, ask, you know, because we're not doing as many YouTube videos as we used to. Um, you know, when are you going to do more, more of that stuff? I mean, that stuff takes time, man. The editing of the videos takes so much time. So I've tried to. Well, I'm sure. To step I'm back. sure there's nothing coming out next month, so you can do it next month. <laughs> yeah. How can you say that with a straight face, Bubba? I mean, <laughs> out busting out and laughing, sweetie. Come on. Nothing of substance, anyway. All right, we're gonna take oh. uh, we're gonna take our final break. When we come back, we'll play the game. We'll give you guys the opportunity to enter into a contest that focuses on chicks and traders' love of music. It comes up on the other side of the break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll be back in a moment. Hang on. Talking Trek is brought to you in part by MN Toy Posse. MN Toy Posse is the biggest and best Facebook page all about toys. Meet other like-minded individuals that share in your same interest. Have hard-to-find rare toys or know someone looking for your special piece of nostalgia. Old toys or new toys, hard-to-find toys, doesn't matter. With MN Toy Posse, you can find it, buy it, or sell it. Visit today at Facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse. That's Facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse for the toy collector in all of us. Hey folks, more of that shameless self-promotion. Twitching Trek had a big goal set out for July, and you guys smashed it. We are 33% of the way towards our huge promotional giveaway in the month of October. And if you're just hearing about it, well, find out more. Visit us on our Twitch page and subscribe to the channel using a simple Tier 1 recurring sub for $4.99 or less, and be automatically entered to win your share of up to $2,000 worth of game packs in the month of October. Plus, witness irresponsibility and shenanigans along the way. Twitching Trek needs your help reaching 350 tier one or higher subs for august and september to hit goals so visit our page today and win big with twitchy trek and ultimate dj's plays.com no purchase necessary see official rules on discord for details yo what's up commanders great news about pvptarget.com you've known for a while that it exists and has some great reference tools regarding pvp banding and common crew loadouts but they've recently launched brand new tools on the site including a brand new cargo calculator page as well this isn't your typical max cargo style calculator but a brand new unique tool that identifies the timer until you go over cargo the game timer might tell you how long to zero the node but how long until your miner is at risk. You can find out now by using the brand spanking new cargo calculator at pvptarget.com. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Instant Shaker Oatmeal, the high caffeine cereal for lazy kids. It's the comedy show that's guzzling up your attention. Comedians in cars getting gas. Our car today is the 2002 Hummer whose gas bill clocks in at just over $300 per tank. Tune in as comedians try to scrounge up enough money to pay for rising gas prices. I found $2 worth of quarters in my couch. If I could find two more between my car seats, I may have enough to drive to the comedy club. That's down the block. Comedians in cars getting gas. You're done pumping already? I only have enough for half a gallon, man. Well, I did it, Bernie. I finally cut cable. Wow, big news, Kurt. So what are you streaming instead? Well, obviously Netflix, right? Didn't they raise their prices this year? 20 bucks a month. Eh, I guess you're still safe. And I've had Amazon Prime for years now, which is 15 bucks. Oh, 
Okay. And we wanted to binge on that new show on Max, so that was another 20 bucks. Wow, three. And, of course, Disney Plus for the kids. Didn't they just raise their rates, too? Oh, and my wife was giving me grief about how we're the only people who haven't watched Apple's Ted Lasso. <laughs> Better off watching a show about sports than paying for all those actual other sports channels. Well, actually, I'm tossing in ESPN Plus, CBS Sports with Paramount Plus, and NFL Sunday tickets on YouTube TV. Uh-huh. Oh, my wife just sent me this link to sign up for Peacock. How much was your cable bill again, Kurt? Bubba Joe, I could I could listen to this entire track. This is such a good one. Oh, I like it. You're not wrong. Good music. I, I could I could listen to this entire track. So good. Uh, the, I could listen to this entire album. The album is great. Uh, the Cranberries and Zombie. So good. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Appreciate you guys all being here. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Hawk uh, coming in with the Hoff. Uh, By the way, let me just say, I had so many messages. Trader, I had so many messages about the David Hasselhoff bit. Asking if you were okay? No, talking about (laughs) how they they couldn't stop laughing. I mean, I went back and listened. I didn't think it was that funny. I mean, I thought it, I mean, I thought it was it, incredibly funny. It, I mean, I thought it was funny. I thought it was it was cute. Potato, potato. But when I went back and listened to it on playback, I was dying. I mean, it really was. It was that was one of those accidental amazing pieces of like radio content. It was so good. If you guys haven't heard that, it was absolutely something. <laughs> it was something. Uh, Juby calls it the best podcast segment of the year. Uh, it was uh, it was crazy. Paula says, "Has anyone asked about your killing rage moment today? What are you talking about? Did I have a killing rage moment today? I'm trying to remember what that was." Um. Oh, Among Us. Yeah, I did really good. I did really good. I almost won, Trader. I killed like 12 people in like three minutes, but it wasn't enough to win. 
wasn't enough to win. I still Who won. Uh, we were playing hide and seek. So oh. everybody else won. I, I got everybody. I got everybody. And Oliver was cheating. He was cheating so hard. He was telling people where I was. So they just keep running away from me. Oh, yeah. He snitched on me. Constant. Constant. DJ, I love how you're surprised that your son cheats. What? I've tried to teach him the rules of streaming. All right. He's like, such a cheater. Oh, yeah. He is. He's, you just only cheat when no one can catch you. Is that what exactly. you're teaching? Obviously. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you don't get caught. All right. So. Uh, anyway, uh, Yerba Mate says, hey, trying to do some Amazon coins. How do I switch from the new account to the actual account? Hey, great. I appreciate you asking about that, Yerba Mate. So go in uh, to your player ID section. Uh, when, you, when you download the Amazon App Store, okay, this is really important. Download the Amazon App Store. Download the version of Star Trek Fleet Command from Amazon. And then um, same thing, just like you would do on your phone client. Go to your player ID section, scroll all the way to the bottom, and you'll see a button to log into Scopely ID. Log in with your existing Scopely ID, and then a pop-up is going to come up that says, hey, do you want to keep this account or are you going to the old account? Obviously, we want to go to the old account, right? We don't want to keep the, the level one account. So uh, we revert to the old account, and then it will restart the app and bring back your older account, and that's how you get logged into that Amazon version so you can use those coins. Uh, appreciate you, by the way, for doing that. Thank you. Use slash coins in our Discord chat to uh, find the link for you to purchase your Amazon coins, support our show, and get your discount all at the same time. We really appreciate that. Thank you. All right. Um, Trader and Truck and Chick, we were talking earlier about a new game segment, and I wanted to try to change it up a little bit. Just some, you know, I, I think Battleship just really took it out of me, Trader. Like, I, I got so fed up with oh. that game. And it'll be years before we play that game again. I got so burnt out on it. <laughs> and, and I wanted to come up with a new game, something we've never done. You know, we haven't done Blurt in a while, and we haven't done, you know, some of these other games like, like Strip Club or Daycare, which are very famous games. People love that stuff. Um, I, I hear people love uh, Fantasy Fleet Command. They kind of like... You fantasy, love Fantasy, fantasy Fleet Command, uh, Bubba. That, Bubba. I, I do, but <laughs> there are multiple people in the chat who have mm. PM'd me and like, I do need well, to put, have you thought about doing this? Could you do I mean, this? Or could yeah, you do this? It and it's up. like, I I'd love to. I guess like two people is multiple. Yeah, two people, Bubba Joe. That's, that's equals a lot. You're right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I did... Love you, Bubba. I... <laughs> I did come up with, with this little idea here, and I thought this would be fun. It's kind of a, a joining of two passions we've got on the show. Trader talks about music a lot. Truck and Chick uh, listens to a ton of music because she's traveling a lot and stuff. And it reminded me of a game that I played uh, back in my, in my radio days, but way back in uh, when I called it uh, the crazy messed up CD. And so what, what it is, is I went to Trader and Truck and Chick. We've named the segment Trader and Truckin's Top Tunes. They're going to, uh, on each show for the next several shows, one of them will pick a song. And they'll come in and they'll tell you a little bit about it, you know, why they love it, this and that. Talk us to us about, about the musical selection that they made. But they're not going to tell you what it is or even hint to it. I'm going to play a clip. And that clip, though, has been absolutely mutilated. All right. It has been demolished. I have destroyed everything that is familiar about it. Um, and you guys will have to identify 
that tune. Now, Dragon Keeper says, I'll know it in five notes. If the five notes <laughs> sounded normal, Dragon Keeper, maybe. All right. If the five notes sounded normal, but these aren't going to sound normal, you will be able to submit your contest entries, correctly identify the title and artist, and email your entries to TalkingTrekSTFC.com. TalkingTrekSTFC at gmail.com, rather. Sorry. TalkingTrekSTFC at gmail.com. All the correct entries will go into a drawing, and that trader is how I've decided to give away battle passes for this break. We're just going to do it a little bit differently, okay? So we're going to play this game for the next several shows, and uh, all the correct guesses will go into a pool, and uh, when it's time to draw the battle passes, that's where we will uh, we will take them from. And uh, we're not going to do that for several days, so if you're listening in podcast, you'll have plenty of time to get your entries in. All right. So this week's um, Wham says, can I just post the answer? I mean, I'd prefer you not. Besides, if you did, (laughs) if you did, then you're only giving other people the answer to come in and submit entries. I mean, you don't want to decrease your odds, do you? Yeah, that's what I thought. This week's musical selection comes from none other than our very own Truck and Chick. Chick, tell us a little bit about uh, why you chose this song for us today. Oh, well, this morning when I woke up, I had so much crap to do and I just wasn't feeling it. And I decided I needed to have some motivational music to just get up and get moving and get my crap done. So I went to my high beat, high thumping soundtracks. Uh, my playlist and picked this one and it got me going so i actually listened to the track i really really enjoyed it because i I listened to the track before i started mutilating it all right well there you go this one and you got it once you know it though listen to the words and it's like it's it's good messaging too not just a good mess not just a good beat all right there you go uh this is on truck and chicks get up and get moving playlist uh here i'm gonna play a clip for you email your (laughs) submissions to TalkingTrekSTFC at gmail.com. Here you go. that holy cow yeah that was the idea i I took it (laughs) and applied some processing flipped it up on its head took a gravel rock smashed the cd (laughs) ran it through the microwave then i decided to run it through the dishwasher and it's obviously britney spears kid shadow clearly it's britney spears i mean no it's tay tay how did you not recognize that yeah there you go all right uh that is the clip (laughs) uh email your submissions your guests i just uh i i artist and title (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Artist and title, email at TalkingTrekSTFC at gmail.com. We'll take all the correct answers and we'll draw a uh, we'll draw battle pass winners from that, all right? So you got to get out the email. There you go. Lieutenant Fire says, I stink at music identity games, so I'm going to lose. I'm going to lose this every time. Uh, we'll see. See how it goes. You guys want me to play it one more time? I can play it one more time for you before we get ready to go. Uh... Yeah, here, I'll uh, rewind it. Am I going to post the clip somewhere? No, it's going to be on the podcast. Yeah, I'm not going to post it anywhere. It'll be in the podcast. You guys can listen to it here. All right, here's one last listen before we get ready to go. Trader, uh, Trader, what did you think about it? It's pretty good. Pretty good thumping, right? Like, obviously, I saw you over there bopping your head 
Like you like the track the way it is, right? <laughs> Should I take the entire <laughs> album and, and play it, it around? A, the... the, yes, absolutely amazing musical masterpiece. Thank I you. don't know how anybody couldn't get this one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. I uh, okay. I appreciate it. All right, here's your one last play. Here you go. All right, that's it. You got a chance. There you go. Uh, if you were hearing that fucking chick, would you have recognized your favorite song? Not at all. Really? Oh, good. I'm so no. glad to hear that. I'm so glad to hear that. that. That means I haven't lost my time. It's been like over a decade since I played this game, so i uh, pretty excited about it. Okay, guys, there you go. That's your challenge. Figure out what it is. Email your answers. Talking Trek. STFC at gmail.com. In the meantime, I'd like to thank you all for being here on this very late Sunday edition. Trader uh, is going to be hanging out for your after show because this, okay. sh- this show was very short. <laughs> was uh-huh. it? Yeah, look, we're, we're barely at two hours. I think we're like we're like two and a half Ooh. hours. So uh, I have a trial to start tomorrow. I'm going to bed. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go try to take a shower and <laughs> see if I can learn how to breathe. Out of my mouth while I sleep. Well, you know, you you breathe out of your mouth a lot when you're awake, so it shouldn't be hard. I need, you know, I'm actually reminded of something. I, I probably shouldn't do this to myself, <laughs> Trader, but I, but I'm reminded whenever Mrs. DJs would get sick, she had this was such a disgusting thing to me. I couldn't even watch her use it. How many of you guys have used a neti pot before? Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, yes. they're so gross. I know that that is what I should do, but yes. I could not. I mean, just watching her use that made me want to vomit. I know yeah. it works, but <sighs> it yeah, is so gross, so gross. But I, I mean, literally at this point, like I don't know what else to do. Just use a garden hose. Can't breathe. Yeah. It's just, it's just a garden hose. That's what I do. <laughs> Uh, guys, I would ordinarily go in and read the names, but it hurts, so I'm just going to say thank you, guys. I uh, appreciate you so much for being here. My name is Ultimate DJs. Thank you for listening to this late Sunday edition. We'll get the podcast up. Oh, God, sooner. No. So gross. Stop it, sooner. No, I'm doing that. I'm sorry. I love you, but no. I'm sorry. I, uh-uh. That is so gross. That's terrible. All right, guys, I'm going to go. I appreciate you. Visit our website, TalkingTrekSTFC.com. It's TalkingTrekSTFC.com. Don't forget to go check out Spox.club. Join the Patreon program over there. Be sure to leave June a very lovely note about the great work that he's doing over there with him and his team at Spox.club. Thank you for listening to Talking Trek. A registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. I am your friendly neighborhood cat person, Ultimate DJ. Sam Meow for now. Love you, man. Catch you on the next one. Bye, guys. Meow. Yeah.